The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Wilbertson. I'm your host. It is Monday, October 18th, and we are recapping week six of the NFL season. Joining me to do so, just one super friend, not two super friends, one right now. We're live on YouTube, by the way, and you can subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. If you're a, this is something I learned in the last week. So if you're a YouTube subscriber, and you're watching right now, that means you probably like us. So uh, throw your boys a, a bone here and hit the alarm button near the subscribe button. Apparently, YouTube, you have to opt into alerts, but that'll help us you know, for whatever reason. Also, while you're down there messing around with your hands, like Urban Meyer, press the like button and uh, tell John Breach how much you love him. What's up, Breach? I'm doing good. I'll be doing better if everybody hits those like buttons and... You know, everybody doesn't know why Wilson's here. He's out celebrating that crazy Steelers win that we'll talk about later. Oh, baby, look at that. Just got a YouTube alert for the Pick that 6 was, podcast. That, that, was I fast. These, that was that was actually just me liking our YouTube. No, no, I got an alert. It says, watch live now, Pick 6 podcast, week 6 NFL full recap. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I got, I got mine too. What? All right. You can get one too, everyone. Oh, look at that. Breach's alert turned on. It's right there. Everybody turn your alerts on and help us out. Ryan Wilson will be here shortly. Uh, look, I would complain that Wilson is taking too long to get. That's actually uh, pornography. Breach. Uh, <laughs> I would complain that. And you can, again, you can see all these shenanigans at you on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. I would complain that Wilson is slow to get here, but he's being pushed back because our boy Joe Musso is talking to our other boy, David Sampson, about the Atlanta Braves going up 2-0 on the Dodgers. I wouldn't I won't do the uh, you know the chop, but I'll say let's go Braves. Uh to the football. We will get to the Steelers and Sunday night football later once Wilson comes on. Instead, why don't we talk about because there weren't many crazy games this week, Breach. It was kind of it was very chalky and boring. As you and I noted on the early odds look ahead podcast, which you can find in the feed and again on the YouTube. Uh, there, there was a, a sports book director of the Golden Nuggets said, "This is the type of day I want to lock myself in my office with a full bottle of Knob Creek." Meaning, I mean, oh, woe is me! The you know the the casino, the sports books got slaughtered. How will you survive, right? 
Yeah, that's. I always thought that was a weird way to say it because, like, I always want to be walked in a room with Knob Creek, and that's not a bad thing. But I, yeah, I know what they mean. That yeah, the the, the sports books lost big today because the favorites rolled, and it was crazy how it. Like you said, there weren't a lot of barn burners. There wasn't a ton of excitement, except there was one great game in every window, starting in London and going yeah. straight through Sunday night. That was it. We got one good game per window, but when you only have one what game, was, in the uh, window, was it Panthers Vikings? Was the one p.m. Yeah. And then obviously Cowboys, Steelers, Cowboys, Patriots, Cowboys, Cowboys, Patriots, excuse me, Steelers, Seahawks in the night game. And then Jets, Jaguars might've been the best game of the day in a gross way. It is actually a perfect bookend. We got Jets, Jaguars, which was Dolphins, 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 Dolphins. Dolphins. Why did you say Jets, Jaguars? I don't know. You said it twice. No, I'm not. I'm not already cut off. We're only 30 seconds in the podcast. I'm I'm like perfectly sober. I don't know why I'm saying Jets Jaguars. Maybe it's because I thought that we sent the two worst teams to London. Dolphins Jaguars, excuse me. So Dolphins Jaguars was the morning game. And then Steelers Seahawks, the evening game was just as putrid, but exciting in a weird way. Uh, So I guess we do you want to dive right into Steelers Seahawks? It's Wilson's here. Hi, Ryan. Hey. Can you hear me? Hi, Ryan. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, good. Well, you, you ignore me, but I didn't know if that was just normal ignoring or you just couldn't hear me. What's uh suit bag? What's going on back there? Yeah. So multiple uh, mics in the shot and a yeah. So this is David Samson's mic. He's here for 14 days, I think, to cover the the playoffs in the World Series. And um Stryker, the producer, told him to set up in the podcast studio because Stryker doesn't think I'm important. So the, Samson, to his credit, was very apologetic because he had no idea. So uh, he actually I just move a couple things aside and we're ready to go. Cool. Right, and uh, Samson is like, you know, the natural and the Wonder Boy bat. That's Samson with his mic. He handmade his own mic and he takes it everywhere. He's and got that's three what, ring that's lights. That's Wilson's here. using right now. He's got three ring lights. He, he's got a setup. And by the way, Brinson uh, and Debo, you, you can talk to you about this. I walk into the, this is just a general podcast studio here at the Stanford offices. Here's what I see. A notepad with nothing what? personal. I mean, look at that, right? What? So, uh, uh, speaking of which, speaking of cool podcast swag that no other podcast has, if this YouTube video gets to a hundred likes, it's twelve thirty in the morning. So I mean, you know, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Who the hell knows? If it gets to a hundred likes on YouTube, we will give away a Brinson sucks hat. We're not doing it until we get to a hundred likes. And oh, and by the way, Wilson's best bet. <laughs> it lost. Oh. What so no it? football yet, right? What was the best bet? Oh, no, Debo said it lost. Debo won. No, it lost. What was it? I don't remember. I remember, but we're not spoiling it. We'll wait till we get oh, to that okay. game. All right, we'll get to that game. Yeah. Fair enough. You also go to the CBSSports.com store and buy Pick 6 Swag. Anyway, let's get moving because we're five minutes into this podcast. We have to, oh, you know what? We have a lot of buys this week at least. So, Two. Yeah, let's still get moving. Yeah, yeah let's get still. I gotta let's get start home. with Sunday night where the Steelers defeated the Seahawks. Steelers move to two and three. Seahawks fall to two and three. 23 to 20 in overtime. Uh, where was your, where's your head at in this, Wilson? Because I don't know. I mean, like I you're watching exactly the, first, the first half, was, by, by the way, I was winning $40,000 at halftime of this game on track. Every week is so. the same story. And you but I won $30. So that was exciting. So here's the, I am mad at you more so than Breach, but Breach also is included in this because you buttholes talked me out of, I had the, St- I was the only CBS sport expert taking the Steelers at, uh, taking the Seahawks at plus four and a half. And you numb nuts were like, oh, this is a luck. And I said, I, the Steelers are not good in these games. 
Wilson, you're 30 games over picking the spread. Why would you listen to us? We're buffoons. Because I'm an idiot. That's exactly right. So that that's what that's what I was thinking most of the game. Because even at halftime, 14 nothing Steelers are up. I'm thinking this isn't gonna uh, it felt it felt pretty over at halftime. Again, I've seen this movie a lot and it ends the exact same way. And I'll say this I don't know what the Steelers did at halftime, but I understand what the Seahawks did. They said, Alex Collins, uh, get ready to run the ball. And that's all he did. And the Steelers said, We're not gonna tackle you into the last five minutes of the of the fourth quarter. Roethlisberger, we were talking about this, and this is not even a joke. Me and Jonathan Jones and Eric Casillas, and like, I did outside from Geno Smith. Is there any quarterback you would not take over Big Ben? Would like, you? Would you definitely take Big Ben over Geno? Yes, but after that, like Davis Mills, I'm taking Davis Mills. Like, I'm taking I, Mike Lennon over Geno. I mean, over uh, Big Ben. Starting quarterbacks, not not people. Oh, starting you, quarterbacks. Sorry, not people that you've offended and now since tried to befriend. <laughs> it, it, no, the point being is. <laughs> I don't think I've offended Mike. At any point, the Evo, what, I, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that <laughs> Big, Big Ben, what was the best pass Big Ben threw to like not the the pass that was ruled a fumble later? That was his best throw of the night. That's probably right. I mean, he he, he I need to look at his next gen stat thing. He does he, he, he there was there was one pass where it's like he they hiked the ball and he just like lumped, like lobbed it over the line of scrimmage. You know what that pass reminded me? I think it was to Chase Claypool on like a third down and two. It reminded me of the clip that went around last last year of the of the weird the, the worst play in football from like the 1920s or whatever. Oh my god, exactly. That's exactly what it was. That was that play. And I said that's the that's the play they dusted off for Big Ben. He is done. He's the worst quarterback in the division and I'm including Baker Mayfield with only having one shoulder. And again, I defy you to find someone and you maybe you guys would take Geno Smith, but name a quarterback like Jared Goff all day long. Name a quarterback that you are not taking. And by the way, Midway through the third quarter, I was pleading for Mason Rudolph to come into that game. That's where I'm at in, in terms of this. Uh, Next Gen Stats has not uploaded Big Ben's chart yet. Uh, probably out of mercy. No, they're laughing. Like, they've yeah. been all rolling around the floor. They haven't gotten up yet. I mean, what do you think the deepest pass he threw was? 12 yards? Uh, may, he he had a completion to Deontay Johnson that may have been a little more than that. But uh, And those are air yards. But some of his overthrows and passes beyond 15 yards were embarrassing. And, it was, and then the one to Johnson late, I think in the like yeah. mid to late third quarter where Chris Collins were, yeah. Chris Collins were, Deontay Johnson's got to make that, uh, Mike. You know, he's got to get back and get that. It's like, he threw it six yards. That's like saying, exactly saying that's the best throw Deontay's going to see all night and you have to catch it because uh, it's not getting so. better. That's like saying to a catcher, you got to catch the the pop fly right over your head going to the stands. Like you got you got to make that play because that's sort of how you feel if you're Deontay Johnson. You're running after the ball, coming back to the line of scrimmage. There's a 50-50 chance it even gets to you. And, and yeah, I guess you could have made the play. Here's an idea. Throw it to him. He was wide open. 40 passing attempts in a game they led 14-0 at halftime. And he, I think he was 12 for 18 at the half, if I recall correctly. And yeah. they said Najee Harris. Najee Harris is a, a beast, by the way. Yeah, he's having to do it by himself. Yeah, yeah. He is dragging the Steelers team as, as far as they are willing to go. I, I don't know. I mean, would you rather be the Seahawks or the Steelers right now? Oh, the Steelers. The Seahawks are done. They're two and four. They're in the last place in that division, and they're not getting rushed. They're two and four. Why is this? Why is this? Nothing is updating. That's what I'm here. I was going to say, Brinson. They were both two, two and three. And three. I wasn't going to chime in. Well, Jesus has been. Are a you reading information from last week? You're talking about the Jets in London. You're talking about teams being two and three. I mean, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. the Pick Five podcast. Well, no, it's it's just the NFL has a a, a information dissemination system. And it's just I not, will say not, this. not updating. I will say this while you 
find out what day it is. TJ Watt has earned every penny and Jamal Adams. Hey man, here's an idea. Don't let the ball hit you in the face. How about mm. you catch the football? I know you were looking at Deontay Johnson. I don't care. You said before the, in your intro, you're the best player in the nation, which, okay. Are you in high school? If so, make the play. Yeah, that's on me. So the Seahawks, look, apologies from earlier. Seahawks are two and four. Steelers are three and three. Thank you, Breach from, and Wilson for jumping oh. right in and correcting me on those, those records. Uh, thank you, NFL, for not updating that. I mean, the Seahawks are a full four games back. They have the uh, Saints. They have the Jags. Then they have to the buy. Then after that, it's the Packers and Cardinals, I think. That's right. Well, what was crazy is that they came into that game and tried to like put it on Gino in the first half. And it felt like Pete Carroll went into the went into halftime and either everyone of the Seahawks told him that it wasn't Russell quarterbacking, or he went to Shane Waldron and said, If you let Gino pass more than once on the next on the first drive out of halftime, I will fire you on the spot. And they just pounded Alex Collins. Or he unplugged Shane Waldron's headset and went to Gino and said, you hand it off on every single play until I say otherwise. Because that's what it felt like. I mean, they literally just, whatever their plan was in the first half, they threw it out the window and said, we're just giving the ball to Alex Collins. That's it. And uh, if it doesn't work, we'll take we'll take the L. But it did I, work. I would argue that that game was worse than the, the 930 a.m. game in London. Oh, way worse. Yeah. Don't that compare game. those games. The 938 game, we'll get to it. But it was a classic. Gino at halftime was uh, eight of fourteen for sixty-three yards. Yeah, I don't know how many rushing yards they had, but they certainly switched that around. Because what? What are you doing? I mean, fifteen of nineteen. In the Alex second Collins half. had four carries for nineteen yards. And look, and part of the reason may have been that the Steelers were actually stopping the run, but in the second half they they said, "Nah, well, let's just let them steamroll us for four, thirty-five minutes." Yeah. Um, I don't want to spend an eternity on this game because I, I don't think either of these teams are making the playoffs. No, there's a 0% chance that the Steelers make it, and there's a negative 15% chance. That- I, I mean, the, the Seahawks, if they could somehow beat oh, the Saints. I think the Steelers are more likely than the Seahawks. They have the Saints in Jacksonville in the next two weeks. If they can win those and get to the bye 4-4 four and four and Russell Wilson comes back, they have a fighting chance and to get to the playoffs. Why do you think the Seahawks are beating the Saints? And number, Because number- it's in Seattle on prime time. Brent, have you ever seen a, a, a prime time game in Seattle? Hey, remember they're all crazy. Said? They're all bonkers. Remember when Breach said that no one, no one beats Russell Wilson in Seattle, and then Teddy Bridgewater went there with the Saints, I believe, and smoked them. Was that you, Breach? That remember when me. Breach? Yeah, Breach. Breach also said that uh, Andy Dalton was going to win like nine games with the Cowboys. It was crazy. Um, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa! Breach. Don't, don't. <laughs> By the way, what you, Breach? Stink on me. Before we get, uh, before we get uh, off this game, I do want to point out somebody got mad at me in my DMs. Shout out to random dude because he was like. It's perfectly legal for Russell Wilson to be out of the coin toss. <laughs> I didn't care. I Russell, think it's just weird to be on injured reserve and be out of the coin toss. It was weirder that he was on the field in that last when the time was expiring. Like that's I mean, if you got flagged for that, it'd be like, oh, okay, what are you doing? But, you actually you know what the weirdest thing was? He did a fake huddle thing before the game. He was like going huddle? through warm-ups. He he oh, was I down on one knee by the end zone. And was fake talking to other people, and then clapped his hands and went up and did it. That was, that, by the way, that was a job interview for Mike Tomlin for next year. Ooh, maybe so. All right, let's move on from that game to the Cowboys. Thirty-five twenty-nine over the Patriots. Fun. Was this not your lock of the week, or was it? Oh, it was Texans. Yeah, Texans. You got it. Uh, that's right. So the Cowboys. Um, hope you had Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb in your in your Millie Maker because you made a bunch of money. The Cowboys win in New England after a really great effort, I thought, by the Pats and a game the Pats probably should have won. I think Cowboys fans believe that the referees screwed over 
the Cowboys, as Debo noted in the rundown when building it out, the probably, oh, wow, 567 yards, the most a Bill Belichick defense has ever allowed in a game, ever, any regular season or playoffs. That is not ideal. But I find that Mike McCarthy is my biggest concern here. He was... Same old, same old. <laughs> He's just like, oh, it's been a weekend at PFF. It's everything's fine. Like, no, it's not fine. No, that's right. Um, I, I thought there was a lot to like about this game. Trevon takes another interception. Are we serious right now? But and, then he immediately gave up another like kid. Right. Board. But that's that's so you know, I was thinking about that. I know I don't know what his PFF grade is. I don't think it's great, but if you're if you're I, getting, I, I, I think a bunch of podcast listeners liked the tweet I sent to Diva when um I don't know what you said in that. What you said? Right. People want Breach to wave his left arm in the chat. Your left arm, Breach. That's why. I don't know. Hey, again, why wouldn't you want to watch on uh, YouTube to see? Because we have a bunch of sickos. Guys, I hold. I hold my laptop. It's on my lap. It's a laptop. Oh, you don't have a desk there. Well, I have a desk, but it's not at. Not in my setup. Not in my good, good job by the chat to discover something that we've been like, we've been doing this for like fun years. fact. <laughs> my desk anyway, is so, to my right. Trevon Diggs, that's a trade off. You're getting turnovers and the occasional big play. Um, Dak Prescott is uh, he's in the running with Kyler Murray for I think it's one and two maybe. Who else is number two? I think Kyler's two? definitely one. Jo- we'll see what Josh Allen does. Josh on Allen yeah. is number one. Dak, Dak is right there. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, shut up, Breach. Right there. No, no, Kyler's one. Yeah. They're the same. No, are they the same? I can't tell. Kyler's three and a half to one. Josh Allen's four and a half to one. Dak uh, is five and a half to one. Same. Tom Brady, six and a half to one. Stafford, eight to one after a big yeah, game. Yeah, that's fool's bad. But okay. yeah, to, to your point, um, Cowboys look really good on the road. They haven't won there in forever. I think 1990 or something they haven't, they haven't won on the road in, in New England, maybe. Um, the Cowboys are peacocking to a division title, and then they're going to lose. Probably they're going to win a playoff game and then lose a heartbreaking second playoff game on a Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. So I'll just say this, and then Breach can talk. Time management situation. I said it last week, and I'll be t- saying it until the season's over. I'm so I hate these taunting rules, but I was hysteric. I was laughing hysterically at the way the game ended. Uh, so Ceedee Lamb catches the touchdown. And he slows up because who cares? Jalen Mills keeps coming and just pushes him over. Needlessly, he was already in the end zone. Well, he waved at him going in. No, no, he just sucked the ball out. And he was like sort of primetime peacocking. Okay. And then Jalen Mills chucks him to the ground once he's in the end zone. No need to chuck him, but he's mad, whatever. And CD gets up and, and does the <laughs> the little uh like the uh the pageantry wave. And uh you can't you can throw the flag if you want. Game's over. I don't care. So good for CD for working around those stupid rules uh to to taunt. I thought he waved on the way in. No, he just stuck the ball out. Okay. And sort of took his time. Slow walked it, if you will. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He had, but he was open like this and walking in. All right. It, okay. There's there was, there was arm movement out towards uh, Jalen Mills. Look, the Cowboys are just good. Mm-hmm. Like, at no they, point did I think they, were, they, were, they, they weren't going to be in this. Well, that's the thing. If you watch this game, it felt like they should have won it by three touchdowns. Like, that was the feeling. They were just moving the ball up and down the field, except they couldn't get in the end zone. They had the, the Dak Prescott fumble on the one-yard line on fourth down, even though they probably should have scored on third down, but the refs didn't give Ooh, it to them. That's and why the Cowboys fans were mad? So yep. well, no, no. And then you have... Multiple the holding calls they felt were bogus or, or should have been called. Okay. 
And then you get to the second half and the Mike McCarthy decisions we're talking about. You have fourth and two at New England's 33-yard line, 242 left in the game. And the Cowboys were trailing 21 to 20. So either you try the 51-yard field goal or you try for a first down. And you have already put up the most yardage ever on a Bill Belichick defense. So you're clearly having a lot of success. And if you get that first down, A, you make the kick closer. Like hitting a 50-plus yard field goal in New England outdoors uh, is not an easy thing to do. And if you get the first down, you can burn off more clock. You're closer for your kicker. And what happens? He misses it, but ended up working out in the Cowboys' favor because Mac Jones threw a pick six to Trayvon Diggs. Um, and then... Not Mac the Jones' call, by the way. Not Mac Jones. Tipped off the receiver. But then... He had the same situation fourth and one uh, at the end of the game. And, you know, obviously Zerline made that in forced overtime, but it was just crazy that again, it's what we talked about before where McCarthy like has this analytical brain where I, I he went for on fourth down a couple times in the first half, but he doesn't know when to use it. That is a like, brain. He doesn't know. He's got, he's, he's got the information. Brain. He's got the information in there. It's like, he doesn't comprehend what he learned. And he just, he's like, is it fourth down? Let me flip a coin and we'll go for it. The Zerline field goal at the end of the game, they run a play. It's third and like, uh, was it third and 25 or third? Yep, third and 25. And they got 25. They run a play. CeeDee Lamb catches it right at the at the, the first, the down, first mark. down marker. And <laughs> there's 24 seconds left. And it's, you have one timeout, or I think you have one timeout. And it's very clear, like, what you do in this spot is you let the clock run down as long as possible. And then you call timeout with four seconds left. So that way, if you make the field goal, it goes to overtime. If you miss, you know, you lose and you're putting it on the kicker anyway, but it's a shorter field goal. You, it's, it's what you're going for. You have the timeout and that's just the situation. McCarthy calls timeout with 24 seconds left. Like, well, no, no, you call the timeout with three seconds left because if he makes it, then you don't kick it off. You don't like, you, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, but you definitely don't call it with 24 seconds left. Not at all. You guarantee the Patriots have, like, I don't know, the ball goes out of bounds and the Patriots get one pass complete and all of a sudden they bang down a, a field goal. Do you think it was Mike McCarthy just doing the element of surprise? Some people were trying to suggest that he thought they got the first down. That's on him or, then. Correct, or thought he was going to go for it, which again is not well, that's not true because he rushed the field goal unit out there. Um, I look, he by, by the way, we saw that graphic 2016 Cowboys, the last uh Dallas team to start five and one. Do you guys remember who those Dallas Cowboys lost to in the playoffs? Well, they that team went 13 and three, that was mm -hmm. Dak's rookie year, along with Dak Zeke. beat out Zeke for offensive rookie of the year, and that's when Tony got Tony Romo got hurt. There's a very specific play that I'm thinking about from this game. So they lost in the playoffs. I don't know. Do you remember Breach? I'm um, thinking, and I'm going through all the teams in my head. Was Come, it Mike McCarthy <laughs> to the Green Bay oh, Packers. Was the Des Bryant game? Yeah, because what was it? Jared? No, Cook? that was not the Des game. No, 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 it wasn't the Des game. It was the Rodgers had the was it Cook that he threw to? Yeah, he had a crazy throw on the sideline that set up a game crazy throw goal. to Cook on the sideline to win that. Yeah, or not to, to set up the the Mason Crosby field goal. Which Cook? Jared Cook. Did you have to play for the Packers? Not now. No, I know, but he, I don't remember. God, I remember playing for the Packers. Played for so many teams. All right, cool. Yeah, he's played. He's been, he's bounced around a bunch. He was oh. in uh, Green Bay for one year that year. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well done. Yeah. yeah good for Jared Cook. Good for, good, good for Mike McCarthy. He was the last team to beat the Cowboys. It's a fun fact, for instance. Now I'm trying to think if the. Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, I don't know if he was the last team to beat the Cowboys. I'm trying to think if there's a uh, McCarthy. Did McCarthy kind of screw up the clock there? 
I, I, or, I, it was like McCarthy versus Jason Garrett. It was the ultimate. Like I was actually going to ask, like who, game of chicken. Who would you rather have, Jason Garrett, or with his unplugged headset, or Mike McCarthy <laughs> actually still with the batteries in his headset? I, no, I think, McCarthy couldn't screw up the clock because Aaron Rodgers wouldn't let him in that situation. I um, think McCarthy only because I would want. Um, I want this like, like he's not doing nothing he's doing is making sense, but at least he's being really aggressive and going forward on weird fourth downs. It, that is, uh, he's completely random. You have no idea what he's going to do. Are we at all? I mean, that miss on the Dak Prescott touchdown is extremely annoying, given that the Patriots legitimately cost him to fumble the next play. I mean, that that's the type of thing that can mean number one seed or that's, whatever. I mean, every, every week with these refs is, it's pretty I wild. I just don't get it. I don't get why it takes 40 minutes to replay, uh, to, to come to a conclusion on replay that everyone can, with one good eye, can figure out it is okay. It's a catch. It's an incompletion. Let, let's go. Let's stop with it. Should we have a separate podcast where we talk about bad calls from the week? Is that what you're trying to say, Wilson? Well, Brian's my gears starting. No, I mean, it's just, it's just frustrating that this, the NFL makes $14 billion a year. You can't, I mean, and they won't invest more money into making sure that the product is more fair. Right. You know what I mean? Um, email investigation. Yeah, well, that's because controversies are fun to talk about. Oh, by the way, before we forget, uh, you know, for whatever reason, this new, brand new laptop I've got is not sending me Slack alerts after it switched into night mode. Uh, breach. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How's your brand new laptop going? Uh, it's actually amazing. I showed it to you because, as I said, that's what's in my lap as oh. a laptop. It's you Wilson, know. How's your brand new laptop? It's still good. You don't have a brand new laptop. It's a year old. I take care of my things. Uh, this one, you don't have an emoji. Uh, I don't use emojis, so it works out perfectly for me. That's not true. Emoji I, you, you write eyes on our text all the time. You write eyes and then forget to change it to the emoji. Dan, I mean, you I just do. told me last week your favorite movie is the emoji movie. That is that, that movie. Oh, ho, ho! That all is, right. So the next game on our list. That's a pity dunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cardinals 37, Browns 14. Dang it, Browns. God. That's one of my best bets, and they got Bullet Creek. I, I I will say that don't make excuses. Well, no. When the inactives came out, I was worried Kareem Hunt might be on oh, there. He he made his way to the list. <laughs> yeah, he ain't playing on Thursday. I feel very confident about that. Instead, it was Jedrick Wills and Jack Conklin, which oh, is a way bigger. Those are the two tackles for the Browns. Baker has this major shoulder problem. I can't believe he came back in the game. And yeah, is uh, it hurt or not? Which is it? Because you were right, he's hurt, man. He's gotten through it. You think he's faking that injury? I don't think he's faking it. But if he's not, if he's 75%, just put Case Keenum out there. At that point, it didn't matter. They were losing with it. It's a non-throwing shoulder, but he clearly landed on it. And you could see it like. I mean, if he's 85, put Case Keenum out there. It looked like it's, it looked like there was separation occurring as he hit the ground. It was stretched. Yeah. It didn't look. The most KJ Watt thing ever is he injures a guy and then he calls for the medics to come out there quickly. (laughs) We get it. Just to put put him down lightly if you don't want to have to be waving like a, like an insult. Like a bad tackle. He just. I know, but he's always the guy to jump up and be like, come on, get out of here. He's like, no, he heard Baker, he heard something pop. So, and then the Browns said that Baker was probable to return, which was a little surprising. He didn't miss a snap. They took him out. Mercy took him out at the end when they were getting whooped. The Cardinals. They should have Mercy taken him out in the first quarter. I there, the Cardinals are the Texans home. next and the Packers in two weeks on Thursday. They're going to be 10 and one worst case. Go, go down the rest of that schedule for the Cardinals at, well, so they're Texans at home, Packers at home on a short week for both teams, obviously, unless the, well, the Packers don't buy this week. Tell me if I'm wrong I don't know. Uh, at the 49ers Panthers at home at the Seahawks at the bears. 
and Russell Wilson will probably be back. I don't know. That's easy. 10 and one. Not easy, but it, it feels quite doable. I mean, this team's going to the playoffs, right? This game was the game that all of us, I think, would, would agree that they were going to lose because it was going to be burst the bubble. No Cliff Kingsbury, no Chandler Jones. Kyler Murray's not 100%. None of that mattered. Kyler Murray, by the King, way. Kingsbury out was a benefit. <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you know how many times Kyler Murray's rushed for over 40 yards this, this season in the game? Uh, rushed for over 40 yards in the game? Yeah. Once. Like this season? I would say, Ooh. what week is it? Seven? I would say seven. He already gave you the answer. Zero. Goose egg. Zero. Took too long to guess. 40 once? Never. He's throwing the ball. He's staying behind the line of scrimmage. He's moving around. He's making plays. He's throwing like the crazy sort of Ben Roethlisberger passes falling backwards, but he has an arm and he's athletic and he knows what he's doing. And oh, by the way, and I know we can talk about injuries all you want for the Browns. DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green have never been more wide open going back to high school. I mean, yeah, they, the Browns play bad. 10 yards of separation on every route, no matter where they were, no matter the level. And <laughs> credit to Kyler Murray for getting the ball. And, and that game was over as Breach noted early. Baker looked off, and you can blame the tornadoes. You can blame the weather. You can blame him being injured. And if so, I sort of agree with Breach. Bring in Case Keenum. He's one of the best backups in the NFL. Bring him out there. I have a I have a fun fact that I don't think anybody else will have on any podcast or any recap. Oh, boy. Here we go. So, Jeff Rogers, right? The special teams coordinator and assistant head coach for the Cardinals, who was – like co-head coaches with... Oh, okay. Never heard of him before. Yeah. Right, right. yeah, but believe me, nobody's going to have this one. His brother, Jeff Rogers' brother, started in high school in Texas ahead of Drew Brees. That's a great fun fact. Tore his ACL and Brees took over and Brees headed the Hall of Fame now. Fun and fact. Who was the... My buddy, my buddy went to TCU, his boys with Jeff's brother is the connection there. How I know they, the fun fact. Anyway, the Cardinals are very good. They're just good. They're but are the Browns really bad? No. No. I think injuries. I mean, Nick Chubb didn't play, obviously. Kareem Hunt got hurt. But, like, both tackles. I think what I saw is that if Baker Mayfield has to carry the team. Eagles fan. <laughs> if Baker Mayfield has to carry. This was everybody's worry. This is all everybody talked about yeah, for the last year and a half. No, you're right. You're exactly right. This looks like Freddie Kitchens football because Baker's being asked to do everything. No, but the point is Conklin's out. Will, Wills is out. Are you it, concerned about the Browns? That's a better question. Not I, I think it's fair to be concerned about the Browns' injuries because if you have a lot of injuries to Cleveland on the offensive line and the running backs, then you are inherently going to be dealing with a team that has to change its identity midseason. Well, how much better do you feel now that they're playing the Broncos and the Steelers before they have to play breaches Bengals? Uh, well, they just gave up 47 points to the Chargers and 37 points to the Cardinals. Again, uh, the, I mean, those are two of the better teams in football. Right. Chargers yeah, scored six points today. Okay, yeah, the Chargers are terrible all of a sudden. Just settle down. You beat the Lions. Settle down. I know. <laughs> I, know I know. This guy, Peacock, and after a win over Dan Campbell's down 31 nothing. He kicked a field goal. Breach is like, we're the best in football. <laughs> so, with that schedule, in, I mean, look, if Baker's, I don't know that there's a, People are, you know, midway through this game, people are like, you can't pay Baker now. It's like, Let's just take a breath, guys. You're going to have to pay him. What's plan B? That's what I always come back to. Case Keenum. I, I don't know that there's a huge drop-off to Case Keenum. I'm not sure why Case Keenum didn't play in this game. That's what me and Breach were saying. Bring I mean, if you're Kevin Stefanski, are you secretly hoping that Case Keenum is starting Thursday so that you just kind of – would you rather have 100% Case Keenum who's 100% healthy or 85% Baker Mayfield? He's the coach. Why don't you just take him out? Why does he have to hope? 
because you don't want to like hurt your quarterback's feelings. Coaches think about that stuff. They think you about think that Bill stuff. Thinks about hurt feelings. No, I mean, there's only one Belichick. And no, he, I don't doesn't. Think- he does not care. He will send you Sean to Tampa Payton. Bay before he will worry about hurting your feelings. Yeah. And I maybe. would not. I would rather have case 100% case Keenum than 85% yeah. bigger. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a situation for the Browns. Now, the Browns are three and three, but let's, I mean, at least pump. Tied with the Steelers, by the way. For last place. Ugh. Is that right? Man, they well, they're tied for third or fourth. Your, your call. But their losses are the Chiefs in week one, the Cardinals in, in, in a game. The Cardinals, show, look, the Cardinals were had tons of COVID stuff dealing with, no head coach. They showed up and they dropped 37 on the Browns in a wind-filled Paul Brown Stadium. And then their other loss was a crazy 47-42 loss to the Chargers. I'm Princeton, not Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. Uh, whatever. God, I'm, I'm, this is first energy stadium in Cleveland. Getting in your Ohio stadiums. You're banned from Ohio. More like I mean, I, I'm, I'm just off on everything. I didn't think it was Paul Brown Stadium. <laughs> the dog pound. Whatever. It was the, it was the right state. Right I'm state. sorry. I'm not doing a good job tonight. Um, <laughs> at any rate, their three losses are the Chiefs, the Cardinals, and the Chargers. I, I don't I don't think it's time to pant. Like, the Browns might actually be a great bet in the next two weeks. But here's <laughs> we keep making excuses for the Browns because they're dealing with all these injuries. And like you just said, the Cardinals didn't have their head coach. Cardinals didn't have Chandler Jones. And they still absolutely they, – they rolled. Like, this wasn't even close. This game was never close. They got steamrolled. The Cardinals were on every possession. Without Stefanski, by the way. What'd you say? Didn't the Browns win a playoff game last year without Stefanski? Yeah, he was in the basement. <laughs> Fire your coach. Get rid of your but, coach. But again, they're playing the Broncos and the Steelers. They'll get healthy, presumably, and they'll be fine. It's for the big Bengals matchup in three weeks. Well, you think it's a lock they beat both of those teams? It's like 90%. You sound like me talking myself into Carolina losing a bunch of games. <laughs> like that's that's exactly what, what you What are saying. you doing? You're like, are you sure these guys can't lose both of them? And then it's if we beat the Ravens, all of a sudden we are the team to win? All right, what we're going to take a break. And when yeah. we come back, I'm, I'm not going to do this <laughs> dance breach. When we come back, we'll talk about the Ravens. Being around sports media and a fan of, oh, my NC State Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run to the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It was showtime for the Ravens on Sunday as they took care of business against the Chargers 34-6. Uh, you know, I told I told Breach this on the early odds podcast, which you can listen to. We look at like five or six games from week seven and look at which way the lines might move and tell you early bets to get in. I was <laughs> basically I looked at this Ravens Chargers game early that you because know, we we had to put our picks in fairly early, and you know I was like, well, if you give me three points, I'm gonna take Justin Herbert. And the more you kind of looked at it, and then you see these defensive uh, injuries for the Chargers. And you look at the Ravens and what they do on offense, pound the ball, and you look at what the Chargers struggle with because of their defensive setup. They prefer to sort of sit back into shell in a shell and make you and like dare you to run. And the Ravens just gashed them. And this was a, this was an ass an ass beating. I mean, thirty four six. If you're the Chargers coming in here thinking you might maybe flex on the Ravens and let everyone know you're the best team in the AFC. And you get absolutely punked down by Lamar Jackson. That I mean, we had the 2017 fantasy all-star scoring touchdowns with uh, Devonta Freeman, oh, Le'Veon Bell, and Latavius Murray. Le'Veon Bell wearing number 17 and weighing like 185 pounds. I didn't know who he was. So who was that guy? Uh, yeah. And again, we talked about guys running, running wide open in the Browns game. Uh, guys, Mark Andrews apparently was invisible. Hollywood Brown invisible uh, in the first half. And then... The de- here's the problem. A lot of defenses are terrible this year. And if your offense isn't lights out, you could get, uh, I, I can't use the, the water analogy because I always get it wrong. You get your doors blown off. So that's what happened. And do you think, and I'm as guilty of this as anyone, maybe the guiltiest, we were loving up Brandon Staley too much. <laughs> and Justin Herbert, maybe? Not Justin Herbert. I mean, Herbert's awesome, but, I mean, the past week, there were people talking about, would you take Herbert or Mahomes? Like, what are we doing? But Justin Herbert has a year on his resume. For no life. one is taking – I was in, I was chatting with um, mm. like a, a buddy who's a Chargers fan, and he said, well, if you take the contract, you might take Herbert. I was like, yeah, actually, maybe and you're right. The, here's the other thing, and we'll get into this a little bit, but – Mahomes threw the worst interception I've ever seen yes. outside of the, the Big Ben interception. Mahomes had been good, but and also, and and our buddy Joe Musa made this point, and it's actually I think it's worth some merit. Justin Herbert, I think he seems to have everything tidy at home. Like I guess, like Mahomes' uh, fiance, like she's. Right, let's, the, let's talk about that when we get to the Chargers. I mean, with well, the Chiefs. Well, my point to your to your point is that maybe there's less hectic stuff going on behind the scenes for Justin Herbert than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, have you talked to any of your friends who are single versus you with children? No, but I mean, like his brother. Well, again, his brother. Does okay. yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're Justin Herbert, you're just a single, quiet dude from Oregon. Yeah. Life is life is great. Patrick Mahomes got kids and a wife, family. I don't like but, but yes, Patrick Mahomes. I think he's married. Breach of no. Breach is on the entertainment. Patrick Mahomes is definitely married. Uh, they're not married yet. 
They're not married. Okay, definitely not married. But he has. Okay, fine. Oh! They're engaged, and I think they have a wedding going down next March, per my gossipy sources. Oh, it's Trevor Lawrence who got married during the pandemic. Uh, my apologies. Yeah. Again, wouldn't expect me to get anything right tonight. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the most wins by a starting quarterback before the age of 25. He surpasses Dan Marino, mm. 34 wins. Lamar, 35. Bledsoe had 32. And Big Ben had 29. It, it you know, it was. I think it was a Jeremy Fowler, and it's not that he said this, but someone told him this before the season. This might be the year defenses figure out Lamar. Yeah, not so much. Might be. Might not be. Might not be. Look, looking like not. You know, I think, you know, we just talked about Brandon Staley, and I think that one thing we talked about last week was when we were fawning over him, was there, if there was one thing that wasn't sustainable, it was that the Chargers were hitting on like 90% of their fourth downs. And if you're going for it on fourth down all the time, you were not going to make it 90% of the time. It was 100%, and I believe. We even mentioned last week that's going to blow up in his face at some point. And what is going to be the response to like his coaching style when that happens? And we saw it happen twice in this game where we had uh, they're trailing 14 to nothing. They go for it on fourth and three from their own 39 yard line. That's fine. You know, like if you, if that's your style, do it. I think my, then he did it again in the second half. And I thought this one was a little bit weird because from the 19 from his own 19 yard line, you're down 24 to six. If you don't make this, the game's over. Like you're literally waving the white flag. If you fail to get this first down. And so, you know, there's, there is smart and crazy and there's a fine line and, and Staley was walking it today and he kind of, uh, kind no, of st stumbled over into crazy territory. You're, you're right. I mean, you're basically giving up, but I think the, if the math is what the math is, that's fine. But I think what you're saying on another level, if you're Brandon Staley is okay, do I want to die a slow death or does he want you to shoot me and get it over with? And I think that's, that's what happened on the, on from the 19 yard line, because after that, and I can imagine someone like Mike McCarthy or Pete Carroll, like literally throwing their their old school televisions at the wall to see someone go for it on their own 19 on fourth down uh, the, with working out the way it did. So, but I think you you have to live with it. But Brandon Staley apparently is not, uh, he's actually human. And that that came to light loud and clear in a game that I don't know why I thought the Ravens weren't going to show up. They did. Yeah. I, 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 sound pretty, I mean, we all bit, we all bit on it. I gotta quit listening to you fools. You guys are messing up my mojo. This has nothing to do with us. You make your own picks. You're a grown man. I know you're right. I'm blaming myself. Make your own picks. Don't... Dang it! This game. This game felt like it was gonna be. And this is. I thought. By the way, Herbert might actually be an interesting MVP bet after this game because his odds will probably get to what, fifteen to one, maybe twenty to one. They are um, not. They're no. Long, I don't know if they were last week. They're not. Favorite fourteen to one right now on on uh, Caesars apparently. And Chargers are not favorites to win the division, as we sit here. They right, they shouldn't be. Chiefs should be. That's what it is. I hope everyone bet the Chiefs, like we've been saying for the last two weeks. Even though it feels scary and dangerous, bet the Chiefs. Probably bet Clemson to win the ACC right now. At any rate, boy, oh, KC plus 110. That's still a bet. That is a bet. I mean, like, everyone should probably bet that. Raiders are 4-2. and two. What about plus 800? <laughs> Uh, you guys laughed at me last week when I said Raiders at plus 1,600. The Chiefs are one game back of the division lead, and they are plus money. Rich is banging the Raiders. Bet the Chiefs <laughs> to Raider win the AFC West. Don't bet the Raiders. What are you talking about? Are we, are, have you watched the Chiefs play? 
Have you watched the Raiders? The, dude, the Raiders had a dead cat, John Gruden bounce. That's, I'm curious. I mean, we'll get to that. I'm curious what All happened. Right. At, any, at any rate, the Chargers, I'm not, I'm not too worried about the Chargers. I think it's a bad matchup for them. The one thing I would be concerned about for Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert in this game in particular, it, the Ravens are very likely going to the playoffs. They're 5-1. and one. 100%. Right. I mean, they're very, very likely to be the playoffs. If the Ravens and Chargers match up in the playoffs again, that is suboptimal for the Chargers, because, just because of the two styles that the teams play. Yeah, I think that the Chargers will play much better. Justin Herbert didn't play well. He rarely doesn't play well. The Ravens defense had the worst game of his career. Probably. 10 a.m. start time. Right. Didn't, have to, didn't have to deal with a lot of those when you're in the Pac-12 in college. Didn't. Yeah, I was going to point out Matthew yeah, they don't, alarm, they don't, have alarm, they don't have alarm clocks on the West Coast. Uh, the Ravens defense played as well as they've played in two years. I mean, they they were getting after it. So, God, get to 100 likes on this friggin' YouTube so we can give away this damn hat, guys. Just press the like button. If you're watching, if you're watching, you're either have a computer in front of Look at this. Hat. Have a computer in front of you or a device. Hit the like button. I just button. looked and it's at 92. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's definitely it's one fifteen in the morning. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Oh God, it is. All right, let's My go. God. Speaking of the Chiefs, Chiefs thirty-one, Washington thirteen. We already answered who will win the AFC West. Here's a better question: Patrick Mahomes washed. That interception was <laughs> that was a really bad pick. Terrible. And here's the thing: um, someone threw away my my notes <laughs> when I was uh, doing HQ earlier, but. He had as many turnover-worthy plays last season as he's had so far this season, but he had a bunch of drops, like a bunch of yep. drops. The year before, he had much fewer, but I think he's just a lot of averages caught up with him this year in terms of throwing crazy passes that didn't go to Tyreek Hill. And this year, even, yeah, there you go, 12 interceptions last nine regular season starts, eight interceptions this season. Uh, the Tyreek Hill interception wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault, but just law of average. I think Patrick Mahomes' mom was on Twitter saying it wasn't Patrick's fault on that interception. She said it should be counted different. Like, settle, lady. And that is my favorite part is that uh, 20 minutes after she tweets that, he throws one where, you know, that was his fault. Whose fault is so, that? Also like, look, man, like he won the like, everyone widely considers him to be the best player in football. Like, maybe settle down on the, the Tyreek Hill drop the pass thing. Um, yeah, Wilson, it wasn't Byron Pringle, it was Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, Wilson, I'm trying to remember, were you, what was your first year covering the draft? As a draft, junior draft analyst? Yeah, junior draft analyst, yeah. 2018. So it wasn't the Mahomes year. Because, yeah. and I mean, like, this sounds kind of crazy, but so when Mahomes came out, and the reason he fell in the draft, it wasn't the obvious number one pick. 2019, one sorry, I was doing the math. So yeah. Daniel Jones year, go ahead. That's right, in Nashville. So he, the scouting reports on Mahomes were or was were he will take a ton of chances has a lot of Brett Farvian qualities gunslinger. willing to be aggressive a gunslinger and to your point about the stats because I think I mentioned this in the previous show his interceptable passes have always been high mm -hmm. but he got lucky with them so the natural regression to a higher interception total coupled with a bad defense that forces him to be more aggressive as a quarterback to try and put the team on his shoulders. Like this is why we're seeing an interception spike, but it's pretty weird that this is happening in year four of Mahomes after year two is, you know, 50 and 5,000. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I, I think it's, I think it's more of a statement about the chiefs defense than anything else. I think you're right. I think he Mahomes is forced to put, 
he he's pressing. He yeah. feels like he has to do too much. I mean, that's what it's happening when these plays. He's like, they usually come on third down, or he knows if he's going to get sacked on, it's going to create a third and long because he's being sacked on second down. And in his head, he's thinking, we cannot punt the ball because that means our defense gets on the field. I'd rather throw an interception, which is the same as a punt. And he's coming up with these bonehead plays that you never saw him play. He <laughs> yeah. never made these plays before. I mean, this Problem is just is uncharacteristic. The, the interceptions are, are 14 yard interceptions, not 45 yard interceptions. Some punters only go 14 yards. I mean, yeah. But uh, again, I think, you know, I fell in love with Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, but I, I think the tried and true Andy Reid plus Patrick Mahomes is probably the way to go if you are uh, trying to find a team that's going to win that division. I mean, if you're going to look, it, it's, it's, we, we just finished week six in the NFL. There are 18 weeks for the first time in the history of professional football. You're being given the Chiefs at plus money to win the division. Right. Go take the money. The defense defense can't get worse. Patrick Holmes, I would imagine, isn't going to continue to throw interceptions at this rate. It's going to turn around. And And again, the, the Chiefs' losses are to the Ravens, Chargers, Bills. Bills, thank oh, the, you. Oh, the Bills. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, arguably three of the best teams in the conference, you know? Like you don't have to, but you don't have to worry about them getting the number one seed. You want them to win the division at plus money. That is a they were like minus seven hundred before the season or minus six hundred. Go bet that. If it's plus money, bet the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Uh wa- by the way, Washington, very disappointing. It you know, I don't know what how all these we bet, I'm betting the Chiefs so I can win my Washington losses. Back. I don't know how all these teams with the quarterbacks are going to solve the quarterback problems between the the lack of quarterbacks in the draft and then Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, assuming Aaron Rodgers, those guys, and then who? Like, where are these guys coming from? Washington's in a pickle. Their defense is hard. Is how is their defense so bad? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. All defense. People, people will tweet you and be like, "It's Landon Collins." It's like I just watched Landon Collins give up a. 70 yard play. Oh, by, by the way, this should be noted here on the um, Chiefs side of things, too. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys saw it because it kind of flew under the radar in the one o'clock games, but uh, Travis Kelsey was, it looked like a Hanged pretty up. severely sprained wrist. If I if I can be Dr. Brinson for a second. All right. Well, we'll see. Worth watching. Clyde Edwards Lair out. Travis Kelsey, keep an eye on. Mm, Chiefs banged up. Still plus money to win the division. Washington, not very. Good Taylor Heineke. Oh, God. I, thought, I, I played him in fantasy all over the place. Yeah. Wilson, yeah. if you had to have surgery, would you let Dr. Brenton do it or a cat? Cat. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, what depends on what time of day it is. So if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast, you can go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash pick six. Put your Twitter handle or you know, because we have some, you know, like Wilson, elderly, uh, you know, elderly listeners. You can put put something in the YouTube chat. Your AOL email, if you want. Are we gonna do a what do we do, Debo? Here, twenty four hour uh, window. No, we're gonna do it by the end of the show. Because oh. I want to, I want to reward people that are watching right now. Love okay, it. all right. Sorry, I was gonna try and do twenty four hours. Debo says right now. We we have more giveaways coming. Don't worry. Twitter handle. Yeah, we're gonna give away this uh, Seahawks football I got here. AOL email account, whatever. Sucks. Oh, God, I gotta mail this thing. Don't maybe Breach can mail his. Yeah, right. You think I'm giving this thing up? You're also terrible. You're worse. When than I wear this, I sign autographs. People want my autograph. That's, <laughs> it's a collection. Yes, you, you 
listener, watcher on YouTube can have a Brinson sucks hat sent you know, to your house. You know, Put I was thinking. Twitter handle in the chat. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll Devo's going to pick somebody random and we'll give it away to him. And you will have one of, I believe, only uh, it's either three or four Brinson sucks hats available on the planet. Yeah, I think Lewis, Lewis may have made like 10 of them. Our buddy Lewis. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, but, okay. but I got an I suck hat and a Brinson sucks hat for my wife. Of course you do. She won't wear it, so I'm sending it to somebody. So you're getting the Brinson sucks hat that I possess, which, mm. I mean, what a what a keepsake. Maybe you maybe, maybe find some hair plugs in there. Who knows? Maybe so. Or maybe your hair will grow back. Well, you should try one on, Wilson. Maybe your hair will grow back. Raiders 34, Broncos 24. That does not do it justice with how much of a blowout that game was. <laughs> Hilariously, uh, t- two things for me. Obviously, John Gruden was fired. What? Resigned. What? And the Raiders scored on their opening drive for the first time all season. Mm-hmm. 12 games, actually. Oh, 12 games. You're right. Yeah. And Kenyon Drake scored a touchdown. The, the $5 million, the $13 million man or whatever he is. It, it was, I don't know, it was just weird. It, it was like the Chargers-Ravens game. The read on this one, and Vic Tefer of The Athletic tweeted out about it, that Vic Fangio was terrified that the Raiders would be amped up about this game because, like, try to, you know, it's a football team. Your coach is fired midweek or, or Monday night, and you're trying to piece it together. So you sort of just, you focus in on work. You try to, like, you know, get you, you bring everything to this game. Why like, I don't think this field? is what the Raiders are. I think this is a. Uh, no, you're right. You called it earlier. Dead cat bounce. I think that's right. Yeah, exactly. And I and I, I read it wrong. I thought the Broncos were a lock because the Raiders would be just sort of wandering around after the Grud firing, and they just focus in on football. I I will be betting against the Raiders next week. I'll tell you that much. So Rick Basaccia, is that how you say his name? I think it's how you say it. Yep. Name. So yeah. he's making you know. Twelve dollars an hour, and he's better than the guy who's making ten million dollars a year. That's that's the lesson I'm learning here. He's been Gruden's right hand man for a while now. You don't think Gruden would have beat the Broncos? No, they they didn't look. Very if good. they had not fired John, or if John Gruden had not resigned, and they had to deal with the stuff that was, I mean, they lost to the Bears last week. Breach. Well, and Brenton, you mentioned how this was the Raiders' first opening drive touchdown. Not even that; it was their first first quarter touchdown of the year. They had not scored a touchdown at any point in the first quarter all season until this game. And they played the Steelers. And so that means John Gruden finished without leading his team to a first quarter touchdown. And that's the thing. That that offense, when you look at football outsiders, it was in the mid-20s. So it wasn't like John Gruden, you know, offensive savant had that team on all cylinders. Henry Ruggs is making plays. I think the other takeaway is that the Broncos are the worst team, one of the worst teams in the, in the AFC. That. That's, What's that face for? We fell for the Mirage 3-0 start when they beat the one game back of the Giants, Jets, and Jacksonville. Yeah, who'd they beat? I mean, well, first of all, they're better than the Jets, Jaguars, Dolphins. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God. They would have I mean, to be. And they, I mean, they lost to the Steelers. They just lost to a Ravens team that doesn't have a coach. I mean, they're they're a bad football team. Teddy looked terrible. July- Teddy Bridgewater throws 49 times, you're probably not winning a football game. They're not good. They're not. There's no chance they make the playoffs. They're finishing last in that division. They are currently tied with the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. oh! Hey, I would I would love for you to bet the better than the win of the division. All right, I'm gonna name some. T- they're tied with the Browns. Okay, oh! then. Oh! 
your follow-up question to yourself, not to me, because I know the answer is would, would the Patriots. Would the Broncos beat any of those teams? Um I would well, I was, we're gonna I'll find still, out on Thursday I'll when they play the Browns. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they did play the Browns on Thursday, so they could could call breach. Obviously, I'm not taking the Brown the Broncos over the Chiefs. I just stated I would take the Chiefs over the division. I will take the Broncos over the and I know they just played. Please don't pull the transitive property on me. I will still take the Broncos long term, season long record over the Raiders. <laughs> Uh, again, I know they played. I'm, Sorry, just laughing at you. I don't know how. I, I will take them over the Steelers, and I know they just played too. My God, I'll take them over. Not over the Browns. Patriots. I think they're the Patriots to beat their pants off in a head to head. But I yeah. think that the Broncos might have a better record. Colts, Jets, Dolphins, Texans, Jaguars for sure. Better record than the Patriots. This team. Okay, over under seven games on the Broncos. Um, let's see their schedule real quick. I don't care. It's only the Jaguars every game. Half or seven and a half. Maybe a half. Can't go. I'm gonna push. Oh, you can take seven. I don't think they're winning seven. So seven and a half. No, I'm not taking seven and a half. I want to get this. The seven win for me is what I'm asking. Oh, I'll give you six and a half. That's fine. You take. Yeah, I'll take that over. Breach. Seven and a half for the Broncos. Seven and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Well, is it six and a half or seven and a half? Six and a half. And they already have three. Who's on first? Yes, that we're going with. Yeah, they have to win four games. We're going with Earth records. Yeah, I think they're going to win four games. Yeah, I agree. I All think right. they go. I think they go seven and ten. Okay. Washington and Philly, I feel like are wins. Play the Lions. How are they? They, they play the Trash Bengals. <laughs> play the Lions. I do hope they beat the Bengals by fifty. Right I think they'll beat the Raiders in Las Vegas when they play them again. No, they're going to get smoked. You guys are nuts. Wait, why do you think the Raiders are going to? Why take do you think this? the Broncos are good? But Princeton R- High, exactly. Princeton High. <laughs> Neither confirmed or denied. No, <laughs> I can deny that. I'm not high. Um, that should be the next hat instead of Princeton sucks. It says Princeton High. <laughs> yeah. Princeton's high on sucking. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. Who woke up my seven-year-old? <laughs> Tell me that. Uh, look, the, the taking this game as a definitive statement about who the Raiders are is, is just – I don't take this game as a definitive statement of anybody. No one's doing that about the Raiders, but the, I think the Broncos are who they look like the last two weeks. I think the Broncos are an, a, a – Averageish team no. that if they pull off some wins they shouldn't have can make a run to the play. I don't think the Broncos are great. You just said they're seven and they're gonna seven wins. Seven and ten is terrible. You just said average. Which is it? Well, that's average. Seven and ten, eight and nine. What do you mean? I don't know anymore anyway. Okay, let's move on because you're you're digging yourself a hole. Okay. Fill with fill with right. leaves, apparently. What <laughs> what what uh over under Seven and a half wins for the Raiders. Yeah. Going under. I think both teams are not great, but I think the Raiders finish higher than the Broncos on it, it'll be it'll be close. It'll depend on injuries and, and the Raiders only have to win four more games to get over seven and a half. That's yeah, but literally I mean, the same number the Broncos have to win to get to seven. <laughs> over. Breach is so optimistic. Over. Oh, I want Raiders fans. running through his head is like, when do I get to bash the other teams in the AAC <laughs> North? Yeah. What? Passive aggressive breach. No way. The oh boy. The Vikings took down the Panthers 34-28 in overtime. Backdoor cover. 
unbelievable. What a bull blarb cover. I mean, this is shouldn't happen. What no, is, never. The Panthers, the Panthers have absolutely soiled themselves the last two weeks against the Eagles and Vikings at home and have obliterated their chances to win the division. And Sam Darnold, I mean, excuse me, make the playoffs. Okay. And Sam Darnold has probably put himself in a situation where David Tepper is going to Teddy Bridgewater him and pay him to go away while he trades for Deshaun Watson. Tepper is going to call the Texans Monday morning and be like, oh, just what do you want? Tell us what you want for Deshaun Watson. Oh, I thought you were say, what do you want for Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want for Davis Mills? Just give us someone. We don't even care who it is. What, what, what was it on our Slack DM or our Slack channel earlier on, on Sunday? I was like, by the way, just want you to know, played Sam Darnold in a little bit of DFS. And 30 seconds later, Sam Darnold opening throw interception. Yeah. I mean, he's like a better runner at this point than he's a passer and he's not a runner. He, I mean, he, May have had he didn't have more. He looked great on the final drive, but it's one of those where this is anything like Geno Smith against, yeah. Um, you know, last week where you know, you're coming in, adrenaline's going, you're just sort of let it loose. Donald, the offensive line is terrible. There were at least 10 plus drops in this game by Sam Donald's receiver, so it's not all on him. I, uh, DJ Moore all by himself. Oh, Robbie Anderson was worse than DJ Moore. Every time I looked up, DJ Moore's dropping a ball. DJ Moore had 13 targets and five catches. Some of them were uncatchable, but he was terrible. So when then Robbie Anderson had 11 targets, three catches. They're awful. I think the biggest difference for the Panthers, and this is kind of screwed up, I guess, but the lack of Christian McCaffrey, just how they sort of plan out their offense and how they use him as a safety net for Sam Darnold and the confidence he gives Sam Darnold and him not being there has made a difference. Now the Panthers played easier defenses early on. Or they struggled a little bit against the Jets, so it's not you know they weren't like lighting it up. I don't um, think that if you're watching YouTube, you can see Sam in the first three games or three and now the same last three games. I don't think Chuba Hubbard isn't a, a, a nobody. He's even if he's fifty percent of Christian McCaffrey, fifth round pick, right? It's hard to yeah, he's a day two guy. It's hard to explain these numbers. He's he's been more than serviceable. He's been pretty good. He's been good, yeah. But I mean, there's some other stuff going on with Sam Darnold. Yes, you would love to have Christian McCaffrey out there, but just because you don't that doesn't mean suddenly you turn into Adam Gase. Darnold. I don't think that uh, Joe Brady's been very good the last three games either. Yeah, he's most Panther fans would tell you that they, if some team came and knocking and wanted to give Joe Brady a head coaching job, they LSU. Well, what kind of plays are you supposed to call when your quarterback is throwing twenty four <laughs> incompletions a game and only completing forty one percent of his passes? Run like plays. there aren't a lot of options there. Darnold threw this hey, game hey, away. Hey, hey Wilson, hey Wilson, do you remember who uh, Joe Brady coached in college? Joe Burrow. <laughs> this guy's unbelievable. Yeah. He was yeah, get rid of Joe Brady. Anybody who sniffed Joe Burrow's butt in the last like 20. You know, the, the sad thing is when this, the, I, this is, I'm telling the truth. Did so you, you watch this game? Sam Darnold was horrible. What are you supposed to do? No, no, I, I said he was terrible. He was awful. Breach just piling on passive aggressive breach. And, but and here's the thing when the, when the Bengals inevitably employ Greater. He's going to be like sad breach, and we have to be tiptoeing around. I'm not tiptoeing around. <laughs> I'm going to be dunking on you left and right. This, the thing is, I'm just trying to talk, and you guys associate it with the Bengals no matter what I say. No, no, you threw you. You're like, you know, look, Joe Burrow's a genius, and he knows court. No, you said Joe Brady has been calling Joe bad Brady's games, started. and that people want to get rid of the We're keeping a, a chart of all your mistakes tonight. We're I, mean, like, I may have like early onset dementia. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, Joe Brady. Joe Brady didn't call a great game. The Panthers' offensive line is terrible. 
Sam Darnold played awful. Did you see the shot of Dave Tepper sitting by himself? Like, oh, yeah. Four long was and a, angry. That was a man who's thinking things. He's like, he's like, they said I won't give him three first for Deshaun because of the off field stuff. Don't worry, I will. Yeah, Matt Rule's looking up at the scoreboard and sees that picture. He goes, Oh, God, I got to go talk to this guy after the game. It's going to be a long conversation. So at, at the around like the third quarter of the game, I believe this, uh, I don't know if we, I don't know if I read this before. I thought I had, but uh, this started making the rounds on like local text threads. So, you know, people are Panthers fans and all okay. these threads. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, like Panthers fans. It's from the Washington Post. After Tepper's hedge fund made $7.5 billion eight years ago, after he correctly bet on a government bailout following the Great Recession, Tepper paid $43.5 million for the beachfront mansion of a former Goldman Sachs supervisor who had passed him over for a promotion. He then had the house demolished. Oh, He bought the house for $45 million and tore it down. That is hardcore. Totally rational behavior. That's what rich people do. It, that's, but, that's right. I think, and I saw David Canner, who's um, on the pod, but uh, the agent for you know a bunch of NFL players, was at the game, and his assertion he was in Charlotte. His assertion was that the Panthers this all season are gonna get in the quarterback mix again. They and if you to. think about how David Tepper operates, it makes it, it, if this Panthers team goes eight wins or less, yeah, they're better than the Broncos. You're taking Panthers or Panthers defense is great, but he's going to move on from Sam Darnold this offseason, I think. Yeah, you have to. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings won the game, they're now three and three. I think they're back in the playoff mix. Yeah, I, they keep winning the game, these games for the team <sighs> of the Chiefs, so they're, they're sort of some luck involved. But Kirby Cousins is doing fine, he's you know, making things happen, he's not making mistakes. They basically win despite Mike Zimmer's. Best interest. Well, and they're three and three, and it's a team, you know, they had that crazy game against the Lions that they should have won. It shouldn't even gotten to that point where the Lions got the touchdown, two point conversion, and then Minnesota had to fight back. But you look at their week one game against the Bengals. Dalvin Cook doesn't fumble in overtime. They win that game. Week two against the Cardinals. If Greg Joseph doesn't miss a very makeable field goal, they win that game. So you're talking about a three and three team that could easily be five and one. Maybe the Vikings are actually sneaky good because that's what, what it kind of feels like. Breach, what do you you have to do something about Greg Joseph? He's killing them. What what are you doing? I mean, that's I think I wrote it in Slack. If you're Mike Zimmer, you cut your kicker a little bit of slack for one missed game winner because he came back, bounced back, and hit one against the Lions. But after two, I mean, Zimmer's going to feel a little bit better Monday morning because the Vikings ended up winning the game. But I also think I won't be surprised if they have a big kicker tryout on Tuesday. I'll ask you this because you're the only person on planet earth that knows it's not in the NFL front office. Who, who is the guy on the street that you're signing? I mean, that is a great question. I like there's, you can have kickers on practice squads now, so I'm not even sure who's out there. Even breach doesn't know, but anybody's better than Greg Joseph is what we've concluded. Um, by the way, the Vikings were quietly coming into this week, eight in DVOA had jumped up from 14th to 8th in DVOA on defense only. And will probably go up higher after this game. One would think, given Sam Darnold was 17 to 41. Well, well, for 48 rushing, though. But again, here's the thing. This this isn't like the 2000 Ravens or 85 Bears or whatever. Like, the defenses aren't going to carry you in 2021. Yeah, but like, halfway through this game, people were talking about Mike Zimmer getting fired because he was going to lose to the Panthers on the road and be 2 and 4, and now... As Breach points out, they're three and three. Could be 
No, I know for them, I'm talking about the Panthers trying to ride Brian Burns and Jeremy Chen. That ain't going to work in 2020. Oh, oh, yeah. The Panthers are screwed. Yeah. yeah. You can have Panthers a good defense. Panthers, are, Panthers yeah. are not good. Yeah. They they will stay in games by virtue of their defense, but until like if if Christian McCaffrey is the X factor here and he can help the offense get back to the first three weeks, or if it's just a scheduling thing, remains to be seen. I mean, if the Vikings feel these two teams have the same record right now, obviously, but the Vikings feel like more of a playoff contender because you look at the NFC, there are five teams with one loss or less, and then you have just total chaos. And the Vikings and Panthers are both in that total chaos. Uh, a buddy of mine texted me, it was like, Carson Strong, let's get him in the draft. Yeah, here's the thing I, lo- I love Carson Strong, but he has a knee injury going back to high school, and that's a concern. I, well, I mean, the Panthers are going to have Sam Darnold on the roster next year anyway. But if your knee is a it's a, a long term thing, it doesn't matter. Oh, for sure. Well, that's a that's a that's an off season. I I love. Topic. I wish if he were 100 percent healthy, he'd be the first quarterback taken. But he's not. So else, where in the NFC North, the Packers beat the Bears 24 to 14. Oh, and Aaron Rodgers. I uh, wish we should have gotten uh, bleep bleeper bleeperson on for this because Aaron Rodgers. Runs in for a touchdown to make it 24-14. The Bears would climb back in uh, within, I guess, uh, three points, right? Yeah, Aaron didn't play great in the first half. He sort of got warmed up as the game got on. Who did? The Rodgers didn't play great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bears defense is just good. The defense is really good. But anyway, he he runs to the end zone. Look at this graphic. You can only see this on YouTube, baby. Hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Last 11 games at Soldier Field. Aaron Rodgers 10-1. 255 pass yards per game because he ended up blowing them out. He doesn't have to pass that much. 24 touchdowns, six interceptions, 20 fantasy points per game. And after he runs in the touchdown at the end of the game, like the, the seal, basically seal the win, not the cover, wasn't locked down. Some lady at the Bears game is giving him the double birds. And he starts yelling. He, he said after the game, he goes, I blacked out. He's like, I ran in. I did my double, my discount double check. And then I don't remember what happened. I blacked out. He goes, I own you. I own you. My whole effing career. I own you. And he, I still own you. I still own you. And it's picked up on the Fox cameras. It is glorious. And there's just nothing you can do as a Bears fan because he's 100% correct, Wilson. Is it okay to taunt fans in the entire city, but you can't oh, get out of here? Yes, absolutely. It's legal to taunt fans after the touchdown. I loved it. My point is that you should be able to taunt players too. I, I, I Taunting stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I, I love it. I, I didn't understand Aaron Rodgers' explanation after the game, how he blacked out momentarily. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes I had a concussion. It's like, okay, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I love the fact that you just um, said what you said. You said it to the lady giving you the double bird and what you said was exactly true. So it's a it's a win. I mean, the I think uh, Justin Fields played a little better, but I think the the big impediment is is Matt Nagy and the lack of an offensive line. And the defense actually played really well. They they did all they could do. Did you see how long it took uh, Fields to realize that Darnell Mooney was running completely alone in the end zone? That was weird. Oh, and his interception was crazy interception. He th- he threw a jump ball to nobody but Darnell Savage, who made a nice catch in the back of the end zone. No, here's the issue with the the young quarterbacks by and large, except for McCorkle, of course. They just hold the ball too long. Like they hold the ball, then they take huge hits for no reason, and you get hurt or you know whatever. And mistakes are made, turnovers happen. So that's that's the thing. He's getting better, but I don't think it helps that he's playing with Matt Nagy. 
No, Bears situation is it, it it's very reminiscent of, of Mitchell Trubisky in 2017, honestly. Yeah, but I think well, yeah, you're right because at this point we didn't know that Trubisky was not going to work out. Of course, looking back on it, uh, maybe Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, the guy took Matt Nagy's offense to the playoffs multiple times. He looks like a a god now. I'll say god, but okay. I think Breach is the one who's smoking. I'm just saying. Nobody but I mean, else can you, run Nagy's offense. Any concern about the Packers? Maybe, maybe clip that one for later, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Andy Dalton nine wins type of situation there. Mr. Trubisky looks like a god now. Uh, all right, let's he get just looks to, better uh, than what everyone gave him credit for because no other quarterback has been able to successfully function in Matt Nagy's system to this point. And maybe Justin Fields, you know, he's looked a little bit better each week, but still the best quarterback in the system has been Trubisky, and that's the guy Bears fans want to kick out the door. Oh, God, uh-huh. it's a Dalton thing. Um, I, uh-huh. Fields thing just hasn't – Fields – I don't think that Fields is neat, like – I, mean, I know he. I guess he has to be out there. I don't think he needs to be out there. No, he does need to be out there. Right, fine, get the reps if you want. He doesn't look comfortable at all. He's running for his life. He's not comfortable. But I mean, Mac Jones number one, Trevor Lawrence probably number two, Justin Fields. Like in terms of just ranking them so far through six games or whatever, Justin Fields and then um, Mac Jones one. What? What? I think Trevor Lawrence one. He's overcoming the best. No, I'm talking about production. I'm not talking about expectation. Oh, boy. This old tired bag of a narrative. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not calling Wilson a tired bag. I'm saying the tired bag. I know Wilson's meant, a tired I bag? Mean, only his wife is allowed to call him that. Only who? I said only his wife is allowed to call him a tired oh, I, bag. I, I knew how he meant it, but I mean, Mac Jones has been more productive. Maybe. Trevor Lawrence throw nine interceptions. He's stuck with Urban Meyer. He's a... A genius, according to Urban Meyer. <laughs> I'm a genius, according to me. What does that there mean? All right, let's take a break, a second break, because that's what we do now in these Sunday night shows. And when we come back, we have a winner of the hat, the <laughs> Prince and Sucks hat. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If I had my druthers, we would have... We would have had Lewis print billions of these hats, but we you know can't do it. You know, only print a couple. And uh Debo to avoid any bias plugged anyone who put their handle in as we instructed on the YouTube live stream. Only the only the VIPs get access to Brinson Sucks hat giveaways on Sunday night. And like seriously, if you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube or listening right now live, you are truly John Breach's best friend. You are sick. Best friend. And, and he will have you in his wedding when he gets eventually remarried. Um, the 
just to be clear, Rachel will divorce him. Let's 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 make sure. Oh, oh obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> obviously, nothing would happen to her. <laughs> He's not laughing. Brinton's jokes, everything. Brinton is completely haywire right now. <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, it's week six. It's one forty-five. In the morning. Not even one third of the way to the season. My God, yeah. It's gonna really suck when week seventeen ends. And we're like, we made it. We did it again, boys. And they're like, ah, uh, no, psych. There's another another week. Lucas Pawlowski is our winner of the Brinson Sucks hat. We have a Tyron Matthew. That's the wrong button. I'm just stopping by to say fire Ryan Wilson. That wrong button again. What are you going to do? Congrats to Lucas. You want a Brinson Sucks hat. I'm sure that I will. Oh God, now I got to actually mail it to you, huh? Are you uh, sign it? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Do, yeah, I'll, I mean, if he wants me to sign it, on the inside of the bill, not the top, not the front. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and I was yes, going to say for for those that didn't win, first of all, congrats to Lucas. But I do have a Brinson socks hat in my apartment. We will do oh. another giveaway soon, so maybe you want to win that one because you know I will ship that six months earlier than Brinson actually. Why don't you ship? But also, no, I don't want to win yours. anything that was in Devo's No, no, that's, we're, we're doing the original. That's fine. It's coming from Brinson on the first one. The second one's coming Ooh, from Ooh, no, you know what we do for the second one is we'll do the eye suck hat. No, who wants to walk around wearing an eye suck hat? Hey, you really put it in your studio apartment or whatever and like, uh, Lucas, hook up, oh. yeah, you're welcome. Uh, nice. <laughs> uh, Lucas, uh, figure out whatever, Whatever you want, like you know, you want me to draw. Lucas, like a, don't give Brinson your home address. This is just, it will go down. You're gonna have fast. to do that first of all. Um, you can mail PO Okay. Two things, really quickly. One, this is why you subscribe to the YouTube channel and watch live. Uh, we'll we'll figure out a way to do the next giveaway. We'll make it more um, Eastern Time Zone friendly because I mean, like, I, you know, I got buddies who are Braves fans who weren't even up to see the you know the, the walk off win. Uh, two, Lucas. Uh, I assume that you, Debo, you'll handle any. Um, I'll get uh, you his info. Correct. Yeah. But Lucas, if, if there's anything you want done to it, if you want, like, if, if Wilson suggested signed, whatever it is, you want it wrapped in a beer or you want a beer wrapped in it, whatever if you, you want, want. Brinson to cut some of his hair off and tape it to the hat, he'll do that too. A Brinson I mean, I hair plug. I, would, I guess I would do that if that's what you wanted, but that would be weird. Some people I like can't, that. I can't imagine. Bre- I, surprise, Breach is the one who suggested that. <laughs> Uh, whatever you want it done, let me know and we'll mail it. Um, what if Luke is just a burner account for Sean Wagner McGuff and he's just collecting Brinson sucks hats? That'd be extremely disappointing if I sent a uh, studying for the law school. All right, so Breach, the Jets and Jaguars played in. I'm just kidding, it was the Dolphins and Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like three times. My god, um, Jaguars 23, Dolphins 20. As we like to joke on my group uh text thread at home. It feels like the Jags players are finally buying in. <laughs> Told Urban's uh, Urban wins in London. You have to assume he went to a pub afterwards. Team team headed home. Urban Urban goes to a pub. Who knows? But the Jaguars ended their streak of twenty consecutive losses on Sunday, leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from seventy six mm. to 71, 77 as the the twenty six straight losses is really really hard to do, especially in the modern NFL. Um, uh, Wilson, I'll ask you this, and then I'm going to disappear to go to the bathroom really quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pee my pants. But mm. are you more excited about Urban or more concerned about Tua? 
concerned about Tua. I'm concerned about Chris Greer, Brian Flores. It's funny because Breach, uh, a year ago this time, we were all talking about how Brian Flores is a great coach, and then he benches Ryan Fitzpatrick for Tua Tagovailoa, and they missed the playoffs ultimately in a season in which they should have made the playoffs because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think this changes anything in terms of Urban Meyer being terrible and probably not staying along, staying around too long. Uh, we know the LSU job just came open, so there's another opportunity for Urban Meyer to to exit stage left if he so chooses. I would imagine his name might be in the mix. Joe Brady has also been one of the early sort of speculative guys to take that job. But there are a lot of mistakes in this game, a lot of drop passes, a lot of stupid penalties, but I thought Trevor Lawrence played his best game of the season, made some big throws. Your guy, Marvin Jones, played really well. LaVisca Chenault had some drops early on and came back and made some plays. And I, I just don't know if two is going to get better. And I know that I've been hard on him from day one, but he hasn't done enough, number one, to stay on the field. He can't stay healthy, and that's not entirely his fault. And number two, when he's on the field, it ain't like he's a huge upgrade over Jacoby Brissett, who struggled uh, in relief the last few weeks for, for Miami. It, it is a huge embarrassment to lose to the Jaguars, who are are both teams one and five. Is that right? Because yes, both teams. Either, yeah, you lose to a team that hasn't won in 399 days. I think that qualifies as an embarrassment. Yeah. So I mean, here we are. Urban Meyer had to travel whatever 3,000 miles to, or 5,000 miles to get the win, and, and her, her congratulations. Um, undefeated in Europe. Undefeated in Europe, and I, I should mention, even though Brent's coming very, our, our buddy Johnny uh, survived this game presumably, but last week's game where he fell off a, a rail and had to. Had to go to the hospital and get get taped up. So I'm glad you're okay there, John. Yeah, our buddy Johnny, who won the charity auction to do a podcast with us and smashed his face last week in London, uh, and and complained about all the bad teams they're sending. But you know what? If you are going to be sent bad teams, at least they got a barn burner of the game because this game was bonkers. And real quick on Tua Ryan, I mean, he threw what might be the worst interception of the entire NFL season. Uh, Wait, worse second. Than Mahomes? It was worse. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, Mahomes was trying to do something crazy. Tua was literally trying to make just a normal throw. You know, like Mahomes' body was contorted, and it was just like that's either going to be an interception or a touchdown when Mahomes threw it. With Tua, it was like he put his foot into it, perfect mechanics, and he just threw it to someone on the other team. Like it was absolute. Did you see? You, I guess you didn't see it. I can't remember. I've, I've been. It, it was in the he third. Has new, he has new arm strength. It was in the third quarter, so and well, so that's it. And and Ryan was just saying that they've got to be worried about Tua. I think you do have to be worried about Tua because uh, he wasn't the answer last year. He's not the answer this year. You can't lose to Jacksonville. They lost to Jacksonville. The one thing I'll say, and you know, you guys have been completely disagreeing with me on this all season, uh, Ryan. You know, you love to say that the Texans play hard for David Cauley, which they didn't this week. But I felt like Jacksonville has done that for Urban Meyer, even though, you know, Urban Meyer's out at clubs doing his thing. And even though they were 0-5 to start the year, this team was, you know, they were beating the Cardinals 19-10 to at halftime. They were beating the Bengals 14 to nothing. It was just this, so they were talented enough to play with these good teams that are just blowing these leads because that's what bad teams do. And so I, I feel like this team will win another two, three, maybe four games before the season's over. Just to be clear, you're talking about the, the Jaguars that lost by 16 to the Texans, who you just four, ripped for not trying. Games. Oh, oh, a- Are they playing every game in Europe? I mean, let's let's slow down a little. Oh, bit. Uh, you know what it is, Wilson? Jaguars. 
Matt, yeah, yeah, with the Jaguars. But do you know? Do you know why Breezy's doing this? Uh, he's what's he trying to reverse jinx? Because they beat the Bengals, or by they three. lost to the Bengals by three points. That's uh, a tryhard Jaguars. You know what, though? And real quick, if anybody, for everyone who didn't watch this game, oh. you can go back and see the very end of it because the the last uh like four minutes were just it was totally bonkers. Uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville had not hit a field goal this entire season. How is first, that possible? First team in NFL history to go through a full five weeks of this first five weeks of the season and not make a single field goal. They finally try three in this game. The second one was a 54 yard field goal with 340 left. Matthew Wright, their kicker hits it. And I have never been more sure that a kick was going to miss in my life. I mean, I'm talking, it was five yards, right? Was this the, the power board. fade where it comes oh, power faded back in and snuck in the right corner and made like if he had tried this kick from 50 yards instead of 54, it misses wide, right? That's how crazy this fade was. Like usually Wait, did the, the kick went from right to left, not left to right. Yeah, but he's left footed, right? No, no, he's right footed. He's right footed. It's going to be a draw, actually, not a fake. Yeah, he had a power it's, it's yeah, draw. It draw. It draw. It but it's it's not usually something you see from a right footed kicker right. At, it, it, when it, the kick is coming toward the right upright. And so you don't hear a lot in football how if you moved closer, the kick would miss. But that was the case here. I mean, this thing just had a, a crazy draw on it. He made it. And uh, as Trevor Warren said, the guy was an accountant, accountant like a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, four months ago. Um, and then he hit a 53 yarder to win it. So, so it, fun, fun fact about Matthew Wright played for the Steelers last year, I think for a little bit when Boswell got hurt and the concern with him, and you saw it, what maybe it was the highest field thing is like you, after 45, 47 yards, you didn't think he had the leg to go out there. So they would go for it and fourth down and fail or whatever, but clearly he has a leg in Europe. And, and I was, I, he seemed like a good, good dude. He, he was four for four last year for Pittsburgh or whenever he played with him. And those are two huge kicks. So congratulations to that. All right. So the, so the Jags have one win. You're going to get four according to Breach. Well, they do have the Jets and the Texans left on the schedule. Oh, yeah. And I bet okay. they win both of those. So, oh, yeah. That's three. Where's number four? Yeah. What's number four, you, Breach? You steal one. You, you beat the Dolphins. You like, there's teams you can upset. I mean, also, the Jaguars could like get stolen from. They, they can't beat <laughs> they can't the Jets be, and the Texans. They can't beat the Falcons. Maybe the Falcons. Maybe. So, there you go. There's three. There's your fourth one. I don't think four and 13 is crazy for this team. Thank you. You're, you're, uh, Trevor Lawrence has looked better. He he he's looked like Trevor Lawrence, but he's been put in this mi- on this miserable team with a terrible situation. Um. Anyway, I, I spent most of this game going to the bathroom. So, you guys good to move on? Uh, are you? I'll just ask this: Are you at all concerned by winning four or five games that you mean that means Urban's coming back, or is Urban out no matter what? Uh, at this point, I think Urban might. Just be back. I don't think he's leaving after one. At this game. point, they've won one game. They're one and five. <laughs> I, I never. I I didn't think if he if he got through the uh, chop house scandal, I don't think he's gone. I think he's gonna be back for a second year for sure. I but felt like he would have been gone if they lost this game. Like Shad, maybe, they, kept, maybe. they kept showing Shad Khan up in the booth, and he's he, like, just, <laughs> he just had this firm look on his face, like we're we're leaving that guy in London if we lose. Do you feel that much better though? for Urban Meyer's chances by winning. going to be like, this team was never going to be good. All right, well, I'm asking you guys this. Who wins more games this season, the Dolphins or Jacksonville? <sighs> for Chris Greer's sake, it better be Miami. I got some bad news for Chris Greer. And that, I mean... Well, I, right, you who looks way it, worse? If, if if both these teams finish 4-13, and 13, that's a great coaching job for Urban Meyer and a disaster for Brian Flores. It's not alone great, but it's a disaster for Brian Flores. You guys touched on the 2022 draft conversation, right? 
Because the Dolphins are currently giving. Oh, Devo, you want to chime in on here? We're getting the number one pick. <laughs> I already. The Dolphins did. are currently giving the Eagles the number. Why did they give the Eagles their first round pick instead of the Niners? It's crazy. I started. I, stupid. I texted friends today, like I'm getting myself ready for Kayvon Thibodeau with that. <laughs> that now that's sick. That's or, right. Or or five first five future first round picks when they're like I don't know who you trade. I guess they're not a quarterback, but. No, that's right. Yeah, that's the pick you want, Debo. You don't take a quarterback there. Don't don't be no, 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 no. Take that's the best right. player. Yeah, I'm just saying they're currently giving the Eagles the number three overall pick. That is, at least when the Texans did it, it was because they got Deshaun Watson. This is to get Jalen Waddle, who's a good player, but geez, Louise. I mean, the Eagles then came back and got Devontae and Smith. two touchdowns. Does that make you feel better about it? No, it's getting six yard. Uh, no. I mean, would you rather have Devontae Smith in a future first in the top five or Jalen Waddle? Jamar Chase. I'm John Breach. Jamar Chase, good blocker. Oh, we haven't gotten that game. Colts 31, Texans three. So, Breach, you want to bring up my lock of the week? So, this is where we bring up the lock of the week. <laughs> On last week's show, Ryan Wilson promised this football could have been yours that the Houston Texans would cover a point spread of nine and a half. What the Houston Texans did not do in this game was they were cover close. a point. Ryan, it was 10 to nothing in the second quarter. And <laughs> I don't think bad. it was ever close. It wasn't close. It was the, the biggest sweat-free survivor pick in the I history mean, of Survivor. Right. You could have taken a nap five minutes into this game and felt quite comfortable when you woke up. <laughs> Here, go it, ahead, Breach. Sorry. It, yeah, it was a disaster. You know, we were all on board. I think we actually all picked Houston to cover the spread. So it's it's equally embarrassing, but no one wins the football because Ryan, who has hit 70% of his picks, this is part of the 30% that does not hit. Uh, Jonathan right. Taylor rushed 14 times for 145 yards. He did have an 83-yard rush, which helped that average, obviously. But uh, two touchdowns there. Car uh, if you take the 83-yard rush out, he still averaged four yards per carry. Yeah. I mean, he he smashed. He smashed. The Texans are a disaster. Uh, Carson Wentz, I thought, looked has looked gooder the yeah. last couple of weeks. Yeah. But he was 11-20 to 20 for 223 and two touchdowns and, and no picks. And the you know the went stands are you know uh, like peacocking around. You beat the Texans, man. Like he completed he completed eleven passes and two of them went for fifty yards or more. Well, this this is win win for Depot because he loves Carson Wentz and he does well. And the Eagles are getting the first round pick. N yes, now that the Colts are two and four, it's it, again we talk about this. I feel like I talk about this every week, but it's going to be very difficult to tightrope the like trying to win the division and we assume that the, there'll be one game out if the Titans lose on Monday and managing Carson Wentz's snaps. They're better than the Titans. The Titans are not good. Maybe that changes with the Bills game, but the way the Titans have played the last couple of weeks, lost to the Jets and last week, who did they play last week? Can't remember. It was a, it was a struggle, whatever it was. But either, anyway. Who remembers a week ago? I know. They got the Bills coming up and I don't know. Breach feels like that. I just beat the Jaguars 37-19. It was a big struggle against Breach. Yeah, I so, Jaguars. I don't know if Breach thinks this is a trap game for the Bills. I feel like it, it's going to be a steamrolling. Have you but seen I, these videos of Bills fans in Nashville? Uh, they must be going crazy. They're, they're everywhere. What's like, the weather like? Breach, is it nice out still? Must be. Uh, it's a little chilly. It's gotten a little... I saw a, a girl tweet out that, hey, 
Buffalo Bills fan, a bartender in Nashville it's tweeted 48 out. 48 degrees. What are you talking about? A little bit chilly. That's cool. A bartender in Nashville tweeted out, hey, Bills fans, thanks for paying my rent for the next six months with all your tips. So that is apparently Bills fans are out enjoying themselves on Broadway, drinking and tipping merrily. It will get as high as 73 tomorrow by kickoff. It'll be mid 60s. By the way, it, yeah, it, that's the, warm. 60s. the Bills and their fans old. Bills and their fans fit Nashville, the city. Not the Titans. The Titans are so boring. I say it all the time, but I, I feel like the Bills and their fan base, that's Nashville. So should the Bills move to Tennessee and no. the Titans move to Buffalo? No, but if the Bills, if all the Bills moved to Nashville, they they wouldn't be Bills fans. They're Bills fans because they like live in this little weird tiny area and just love the Bills. Wait, how, why do we start start talking about the Bills? Did you see the oh. video of the do you see the video of the guy on the I think it's a Southwest flight? You seen that? What do you do? The Bills so, fans? He he walks onto the plane and it is this plane is jammed to the gills with Bills fans and he's just like he's going up and down the aisle and dude Bills fan there's like one guy who's on a business trip who's just in hell <laughs> he's trying to get to Nashville. Um, anyway, this game's on Monday night. Who cares? What are we doing? Well, we're talking about the Colts being better than the Titans. Is what I said. That's why mm, maybe. And that's why you have to continue to roll with Carson. Colts Colts can win the division for sure. I mean, they play the Titans in two weeks, and that's the. I mean, if you get swept, you're effectively another game behind because you lose all the tiebreakers. So God. that's a big one. Yeah, all right, it's a huge game. Let's go. What's next? Uh, Texans are terrible. True. Uh, speaking of terrible, Lions. Eh, yada yada yada. They lost. All right, next game. So Rams and. <laughs> Bengals won 34 to 11. I'll tell you what, we need to wrap this thing up in like 15 minutes or ish. So breach do 90 seconds, 220 seconds on whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I would only point out if I had to say one thing about this game, Jamar chase is a better blocker than Panay Sewell. That was the- oh, oh. Disrespectful. That was the best part of the game. This was such a domination. I don't even need to gloat, Brinson. 34 to 11. They shamed the Lions so badly that Dan Campbell was questioning Jared Goff's existence after the game. Existence. His very existence. He was saying, I don't even know what we're doing with Jared Goff. That man needs to play better because it, it, you don't Did he really just, say that. You yeah. hear this quote? It's, it's pretty bad. Oh, I mean, wow. you don't. He's, he's like, he needs to step up, make some throws, make some stuff happen, be you know, a leader and just, you know, make some stuff. It, it was, it was, I uh, see that uh breach is taking control of the pick six podcast, uh, YouTube questions type Zach in the chat. <laughs> for the coach of the year. By the way, I looked the other day. I actually did bet on that. I'm so annoyed. Yeah, feel maybe, a little maybe, bit maybe. Another four and two. If they beat the Ravens next week, I knew like, the chargers. I know I'm a Bengals fan now. So if the, the next win will be the most wins in a season for Zach Taylor, is that right? Yes. No, 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 it'll match his career wins. <laughs> no, he had four last year and two the year before, so that would be six, right? So it, they're four and oh, two. Sorry, sorry, he needs two more My to match God, his career it. total. That's on fire. Is that better for you that he needs two more wins to match his career I total? Think the, the takeaway is that you don't know what four plus one is. Yes, that was the take. Your the math skills. Breach, <laughs> Breach has brainwashed me into believing the Bengals are five and one. Honestly, they Breach they is right. Be. They they beat the doo doo out of the Lions, and the Lions are terrible. And I I think this is eating up Dan Campbell clearly to the point that he's like, I'm, I'm tired of being nice. Quote unquote, Jerry Goff, you're the first one up and you're going to, you're going to take it in the, in the post game press conference. Which I didn't hear those quotes. You know, the only thing I will say, but, and, and by the way, do you know what the lions next game is? 
probably a game they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it is. It is a game they're going to lose, but it's also a bit of a one you would have marked. Oh, Stafford. At the Rams. Oh, man. Oh, no. They, All right. they are going to get their doors blown off. Okay. The, the I know this quickly. The, the wins over Wilson line is 13 and a half. For what? The, the next week, Lions. Rams minus 13 and a half. Oh, oh. Lions. Not, not plus 13. Reach the pre-sale you know about Ravens-Bengals. Yeah, I thought no, I thought you were talking about the over-under for the Bengals win total. 13 and a half. What are you what are you taking? Uh I'm taking the, the Rams to cover. I think so. Yeah, there's no way I'm taking the I, I think that I think golf and Campbell will have a invested interest in trying to keep it close, but I think McVeigh and Stafford have a more invested interest in making sure this game is not remotely close and will uh, Stafford threw his fourth touchdown. When they were up like thirty-one to three, they might he might throw seven touchdowns in this game. So, Breach, how are you feeling about the the Bengals as a potential division winner? Here is what I will say about the Bengals, and and, and this is the one thing I want to see in this game was if you're going to be a good team, you've got to win the games you're supposed to win, which is not something the Bengals are ever ever good at. And this, this is exactly what NC State fans tell ourselves. By the oh way. well, and that's it. Felt like this had the potential for to be a trap game because you had the Packers and then the Lions. And then you have the Ravens. So you have like this crappy team with no wins sandwiched between the Packers and the Ravens. And it just felt like a classic trap game that the Bengals were going to lose. And for them to come out and just dominate like this uh, was absolutely surprising. I I mean, I thought this was going to be a seven to 10 point game. I did not think it was going to be the Bengals winning by 23 points. No, you thought it was going to be a three and a half point game because you and Brinson both took the, the Lions to cover. Yeah, I took the Lions to cover because I, I yeah, Brinson picked the Lions to win. He got <laughs> he got ripped on Twitter. I, I never ever ever would have gone that far because all the Bengals games were close. Yeah, you're four, a Bengals fan too, guys. Four of their five games before going into week six had been decided by exactly three points. So there was no reason to think they were just gonna blow a team out, especially like I was saying, because I felt like it was a trap game. So for them to beat a bad team and beat up, I feel like they're gonna finish above five hundred. Like I went from maybe after watching them against the Packers to definitely. Yeah, I, I think that's right. So the Ravens money line on uh, Sunday, one o'clock game, is minus two eighty five. The Ravens to win the division is Debo just popped up on YouTube minus two sixty. Ravens Ravens play Bengals next, is that right? Yeah, Ravens minus six. And, and, oh, it's at home. I'm sorry. In Baltimore. Yeah. Hey. Breach loves the Bengals. I mean, duh. All right, I don't know that I hate the Bengals at ten to one to win the division. I mean, Cleveland's banged up. No, ten to one. I like that. That's ten to one. I would. I think the Bengals might be a. I don't like the Ravens money line at minus two eighty though. He said. No, I'm just saying that they're like it's basically because if the Ravens win the if the Ravens beat the Bengals, they're two games up on everyone. Your Bengals ten to one bet is probably dead, right? But if the if you ten to one and the Bengals win and all of a sudden they're tied for first. Oh, they're they're two and a half to one. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you if you like the Bengals and you think the Bengals will cover and maybe beat the Ravens, which is asking a lot, bet the Bengals on the division because the Browns are really banged up, and the Bengals would have they'd be tied with the Ravens with a tiebreaker over the Ravens, right? If they beat them, if all they, right. What's next? My point was if you like them this week. Listen to the podcast later in the week to find out on the Apex show. We got one game left. Relax. We had winners and losers. Debo throws that in. Rams. <laughs> no one even asked for 
absolutely. <laughs> Rams 38, Giants 11. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think Daniel Jones did not have an interception. Until, he had a, a, a Hail Mary interception previously, and then he threw three interceptions and then had a fumble. And, yeah, it was a uh, – and, I mean, maybe the biggest red flag of all in this game, Daniel Jones is out there. It's 38 to 11. And he's taking snaps and throwing passes. He was carted off with a concussion last week. What are you doing, Joe Judge? You've got friend of the show, Mike Glennon, available in a game that doesn't matter. Get Daniel Jones out of there. Anyone lobbying harder for I mean, at the very minimum. No, I'm not threw- lobbying for Daniel Jones' health and safety. Daniel Jones threw an interception in the third quarter with uh, like two minutes left in the third quarter, and the Giants were down 31-3. to three. That's when you pull the trigger. Like, I understand – you don't want to pull them at halftime. You, you you want to think you have hope in winning in the second half. But no, after that, there was zero chance the Giants were coming back. And those four turnovers that Daniel Jones had, Mr. Danny Disaster, mm. uh, the Rams turned that into 20. Like from The Rams uh, turned that into 21 points. So if you just had a quarterback who didn't turn the ball over, you're in this game. I mean, well, that, I, mean I, I don't know if you can blame Daniel Jones. Yeah. I mean, the, it was a strip sack on the fumble. One, at least one of the interceptions was balling through the receiver's hands, if I recall correctly. Uh, I think the other interception, Sterling Shepard, fell down. I four don't turnovers is four turnovers. Right, I, got a, I got a game for you guys. You have $20 to bet on the odds that I'm going to give you. Most uh, turnovers, giveaways in the NFL since 2019. His rookie season. Correct. You can bet $20 on any one of these options. Jameis Winston, minus 300. <laughs> Jared Goff, plus 125. Daniel Jones, plus 155. And Sam Darnold, 3-1. to one. What are you betting on? I mean, I feel like it has to be Daniel Jones, but the... the I'm going it's not Jameis because he didn't play for a year. Yeah. I'm going with DJ. I'll go with. You're not going to fool me. I'll go with golf. Oh, it's golf. Good pick. Uh, but DJ is one behind golf. I would have taken DJ if I had picked first. Dang it. Uh, Jameis is actually six giveaways behind Daniel Jones, but he, again, oh, that's he, didn't bad. Play, he didn't play for a year. so And he got to buy this week. The Giants are, are terrible. And Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman probably need to be fired. The Cowboys uh, are going to clinch that division next week. Oh, yeah. And the thing I mean, is, that Daniel Jones actually isn't the problem. Like, uh, we were coming into the season going, Daniel Jones is terrible. He's not the problem. But there's going to be a shortage of coaches, too. So the shortage of coaches, shortage of quarterbacks. I don't know who the GMs in, in waiting are, but the Giants are they're not great. The Daniel Cowboys have a three-game like lead. The Cowboys have a three-game lead in the division after six weeks. Like, that's it's, it's over. Insanity. And Dak is healthy as ever. And Dak is banged up, by the way. We should, we should have said that. He's yeah, he limped off the field, apparently. By the way, um, injury. I would I would take them at this point if Dak just set out to get healthy. Let Kellen Moore play. I would be they'd still win the division. Not even going to be close. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the Giants are bad and everyone should be fired. And honestly, this is what I mean, like, I, you don't want to call for anybody fired, but this is what you get for hiring Dave Gettleman, watching him do a bad job, doubling down on him, and then letting him triple down on himself with repeated draft like miscues and 
and inability to evaluate talent. So I, I, I don't know, man. The Giants yeah, are, Thomas didn't play in the game. Uh, yeah. Pert, Pert came in and he struggled. Kadarius Tony got hurt. I mean, they're yeah, yeah, they're, injuries aren't an excuse, but that, that's where they're at. Yeah, Kadarius Tony's looked awesome last week until he punched somebody in the helmet. That yeah, that'll that'll be a setback. Yeah. Uh Sterling Shepard was actually pretty good in this game. Uh Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Good. Cardinal? Good. Cardinals or Rams? Who you got? The Cardinals right now, man. Quagmire, giggity giggity. That's a pretty good quagmire. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm taking the Rams. I'll take the Rams. Did the Cardinals? Did the Cardinals play the Rams already? Yes, and the Cardinals won handily. Oh, okay, interesting. But it was after the Buccaneers game. Oh, trap game. Please don't talk. Please don't talk mean about my Rams. Okay, fair enough. Okay, winners and losers. Wilson or Breach, you want to start? I'll start because no one's going to pick this winner. Uh oh. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. What? Oh, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going first. No, I'm, I'm, they want the troll job of breach. That was. That's a huge. You weren't going with the Jaguars. Yes, I was. A kicker, well, a walk off kick. That is true. But I mean, they had to Creep, travel. Creepster like Urban Meyer. Are you kidding me? This is Breach's <laughs> wheelhouse. They had to travel across the ocean to get the win against a terrible Dolphins team. Turns out Trevor Lawrence played better. I don't know what this means for Urban Meyer, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a big win for a team that won one football game last year and had gone however many how many games did they, they lose in a row? 30 or 20. something? 20. So good job, Jaguars. Get to four wins, and Breach will then be impressed. Uh, Brinson, you can go. Oh, I can go? My winner. Uh, do I want to troll Breach? Let's go to the Bengals. Let's go to the Bengals. My winners are the Lamar Jackson and the, uh, I was calling the Las Vegas Ravens. What is the matter with me tonight? Good You're falling apart, man. I know. I, I, maybe I am. Just a general emotional and psychological. Airplugs are poking in the brain. Decline. It's like uh, Tobias in season three of Arrested Love when he gets his hair plugs. He's in a wheelchair. And he, if he takes I don't a, remember getting plugs. Oh, yeah. If he takes the hair plugs out, he survives. Um, anyway, Lesson to be learned there. <laughs> yeah. Ravens, 34, Chargers, 6. I, I really don't think that we're giving enough credence to how dominant this game was. Because the Chargers are good. And they have a ton of skill guys on offense. And they have a ton of talent on defense. And they beat the Chiefs. And I think they thought, and a lot of us thought, they might go into Baltimore and flex on the Ravens and let them know that now that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are sort of struggling, it's time to flip the AFC over. And the Ravens popped him in the mouth and didn't look back. And this game was never close. Lamar Jackson was 19 to 27 for buck 67, a touchdown and two picks. And there's a bad picture of both quarterbacks in this game, but they just ran rough shot over the Chargers. And I think it was a meaningful victory for the Ravens in the sense that, you know, the Bills look awesome. But if you're Baltimore, you have to feel like you know, th there's an opening. There's a window here with Kansas City struggling and you punking down the Chargers. So big win for the Ravens there. My winner is the Arizona Cardinals. They had to travel across the country. The odds makers showed them Mad disrespect. They were an underdog to the Cleveland Browns who had half their team injured. And the Cardinals didn't even have their head coach because he was out with COVID. And what did they do? They slapped the Browns in the face and they laughed at everyone in Cleveland and won by 20 
three points, and they are now 6-0 and for just the third time in franchise history. First time since 1974 when they were located in St. Louis, and the time before that was in 1922 when they were located in Chicago. Cardinals are my winners. Everyone's winners, and they're also the state bird of Ohio. Fun fact. Hey, how about the fact that uh, former St. Louis NFL franchises are 11-1 and this year? That is, is there another fun. one besides the Rams and the Cardinals? That's a super fun. Are the Browns and St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Oh, baseball team loss. Yeah, that count then. All right, Wilson, give me a loser. A loser. This, this is going to be it every week until something until he gets benched. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh my god! What he won? He didn't win. <laughs> Actually, I said this on HQ. You know how like a pyrrhic victory is like so so. If, if the Seahawks won and Russell Wilson got hurt, well, that sucks. You, you want a pyrrhic victory is the Steelers win and Big Big Ben's still healthy. Like you can't put him oh on the bench. <laughs> I'm not saying kill him. I'm just saying the world's first winners and losers dunk. <laughs> I'm saying I'm at the point where I want Mason Rudolph, and that means that the the incumbent quarterback is not doing great. So I think you come you make up an injury, you do like a you know the old hey stash him on the IR type situation, and whether he's healthy or not. And because this team is offensively, they're figuratively, figuratively, literally going backwards with with the quarterback situation as it is. Maybe, maybe the Steelers are the 2015 Broncos. What Ooh. Oh, that is so disrespectful to Peyton Manning. Uh, Peyton Manning got benched for Brock Osweiler that year, so that was disrespectful to Peyton Manning. Yeah, they they literally benched Peyton Manning. They faked an injury and benched him for Brock Osweiler. Quickly, uh, uh, an addendum to the I forgot about this as well. The other loser is Eli Manning, who had his consecutive game oh. streak broken by Geno Smith back in 2017 when he played. I forgot he played for the Giants. Who was the coach that did that? Was that McAdoo? I'm often. Oh, it was McAdoo. Yeah, it's McAdoo. Oh, God. McAdoo's the worst. So disrespectful. Uh, you never hear from McAdoo anymore. They're like, where did he go? Uh, I would say the, the on the Eli thing too. You know, did you saw the? Did you see the videos of the Giants? They, they seem quite happy walking out with the Super Bowl trophy. Well, yeah, but like Tom Coughlin. There's like a somebody snipped a, a clip of Tom Coughlin. And he goes, "Fire the players, fire the coaches." And so they, like, Tom Coughlin's advice for the 2021 New York Giants: fire everybody. Breach, you're a loser. My loser is Bears fans. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course it's Bears fans. Not only did you have to watch your team lose to the Packers, but you are now owned by Aaron Rodgers, who I also think now owns Soldier Field, the city of Chicago, the rights to Chicago-style pizza, the Sears Tower, everything in Chicago belongs to Aaron Rodgers, including all the people. So, uh, sorry, Bears fans. Finally, my loser the Cincinnati Bengals. Nice. No, Sickening. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, my loser is, I'll say David Tepper. Carolina Panthers owner, who, which is dangerous because he once burned out of another billionaire's house just to watch him deal with it. I mean, what, you know what he can do to me. But he is so obsessed with finding this quarterback in Carolina that he was willing to Go trade for Sam Darnold when Matthew Stafford fell through because he would prefer L.A. to Charlotte. Don't blame him. And Deshaun Watson had the off-field stuff happen with him, and he wasn't tradable for. And so he goes and gets Darnold, and Darnold hasn't looked good, but they already guaranteed his fifth-year option next year. And it's just money. Who cares? Like $15 million. Like, whatever, Ryan. Don't shrug your shoulders. My point being is that 
they've whiffed twice now. And it, remember when we we thought that Jimmy Haslam fired up to the max going to Cleveland would be he's like, oh, he's from he's from Pittsburgh. He learned from the Roonies. He's been great. He's fired up the max. And he just kept like firing people every three months. Well, I mean, if David Tepper ditches Sam Darnold after one year, are we giving him the benefit of the doubt? Or are we going to say, whoa, this guy's got his hands in the football stuff too much. And every time he doesn't like a quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, he boots him to the side. You're not going to land a franchise quarterback like that. You're going to put yourself in the spin cycle of mediocrity. So I don't like that. I like it either. No, I like the spin cycle of mediocrity. Oh, right. Who doesn't love it? That's pretty good. Trademark that. Thank you. Oh, all right. And I'm out. All right. See you guys later. Um, <laughs> but the point being is that David Tapper, eh, let's go to a little antenna up here and see what he does in the forthcoming months with this quarterback situation. Uh, Sam Bruce Smith, my losers. Everyone who oh, D is putting up losers, winners and losers from the chat. Throw them up there if you got one. Uh, yeah. Lucas, who did win the hat. Loser, NFL for being forced to consider Mike McCarthy as coach of the year, even though you know it's all Kellen Moore. True that. Who would you want for coach of the year right now? It's sort of overtime. Oh, anyway, hold on. So anyway, thanks for watching the show. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you later. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.